Welcome everyone to another Homie and the Dude stream. Welcome back to Avatar Legends, The Last Breath, Part 2, Fall of the Airbenders. Couple things before we get into the stream today, couple of shout outs. Shout out to Becky, our live producer. This is her second live production and she has been kicking ass. So bear with us if we do have any tech issues or anything like that, we're getting this new system worked out. So stick with us for that. But shout out to Becky, absolute legend. Shout out to the art team of Victor, Josh and Alex. Shout out to Tony, our writing partner. And also shout out to the leader in our Discord and head, moderate, head moderator, Reven, you're an absolute legend. Thank you for doing what you do, man. We really, really appreciate it. Um, now, a uh, little disclaimer that I'm going to do before we get into this one. Unlike the Nickelodeon show Avatar The Last Airbender, we are dealing with a very heavy topic. Um, from the title, I'm sure you can guess what's kind of going on. And if you know the show, you know kind of what we're dealing with. Um, so with that being uh, said, there will be some body horror stuff going on in this, some gruesome bits of stuff like that. There will definitely be um, some murder and death going on and um, not so much animal abuse, but definitely um, some some people trying to trying to deal with animals as well. So if none of that is, you know, up to your, you know, kind of liking or anything like that, please make sure that this one isn't for you. Go somewhere else and go watch some other ones. Amazing TTRBC stream. But otherwise, if you're happy to stick with us, we really look forward to telling this epic story of heroes that managed to save some information and were lost. But I am Bodhi, your unexceptional dungeon master. These are exceptional cast of players. I'm gonna quickly just go through. We've got Tracy on the left mum of Homie and the Dude, absolute legend, playing sister Devna. Uh, we have Ben in the middle, um, social media manager and absolute legend here at Homie and the Dude as well. And then over on the right, oh, playing Master Two Fan is, uh, is Ben in the center. And then over on the right, we have Tom, the, the pillar, the, the rock of Homie and the Dude over there playing Asayu Kizu. And if everyone is sitting comfortably, let's begin. Water, earth, fire, air. Long ago, the four nations lived in harmony. Then everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. After massacres at the Southern and Western Air Temples, the Fire Nation army, led by General Zarek Kizu, direct its efforts to the Northern Air Temple. It just so happens that a wedding of great significance is taking place at the Northern Temple as the Fire Nation army arrived. While the majority of the temple's population were engaged in the, in the momentous ceremony taking place, the firebenders began burning and decimating the main temple building. Before the wedding congregation could realize what was happening, a platoon of merciless, dutiful firebenders blocked their exit from the ceremonial courtyard, scorching and boiling any person trying to flee. This also allowed for another troop of firebenders to topple the famous colossal floating statue of Guru Langhima upon the rest of the congregation 
that had not yet processed the tragedy occurring around them enough to begin any sort of escape. Crushed under the enormous weight and size of this statue are the groom and the entire wedding party. Smoke billows up from the temple as our camera flies through the smoke and over the crushed courtyard. Rubble covers most of the space with various limbs and body parts of beloved family members protruding from the blood-stained rocks. Suddenly, off to one side, the bride, Nuon Beifong, after being air-blasted out of the way by her sister as the statue fell, awakes <gasps> to find an agonizing, shooting pain in her arm. Laying on the ground, she looks over to see a giant boulder has flattened and crushed her right arm. Gritting teeth, she tries to grip her shoulder and pull. It won't move. She breathes heavy for a second, panicked, as she looks around for something to help her. And then she remembers her training. She places her hand against the boulder and rips away a chunk of stone using her earthbending abilities before it begins floating above her hand and forming into a sharp hatchet-shaped disc. She then hovers it above her arm and with a sharp breath in and a bite of her clothes, she releases the rock upon her own flesh. It cuts through the skin and the bone like a butter knife. Nuon lets out a muffled cry as she pulls her arm away from the rock as warm blood begins dripping from her arm. She collects a bit of mud and earth bends it into the wound to stop the bleeding as she gets to her knees and shakes her head off to clear some of her vision. She can see a giant, colossal pile of rubble in front of her with various limbs poking out. She gasps. As she begins climbing the rubble and peeks over the top to where she can hear voices coming from the distance. She can see the bridge that connected this ceremonial courtyard to the main temple has been collapsed. And on the far side are two Fire Nation soldiers stood just muttering amongst themselves. Something like, oh, why were we the ones who had to stay behind and look for survivors while everyone else gets the glory of going to the Eastern Temple? This is ridiculous. The other one goes, it's our duty though, we have to. It's what we signed up for. And we're playing our part in this epic tale, you know that. As Nuon sees this, she crawls back down the rocky side. And as she comes to her feet and places her hand over her face, she opens her eyes to see an arm that she recognizes. With accents of red clothing and traditional airbender colors, 
she recognizes the arm of a Sayukizu. As she quickly begins pulling away rocks as quietly as she can to reveal a Sayu. She places her one hand on your chest and begins shaking and goes, Asayu! Asayu! No one! No one, it's you! Shh, 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 be quiet! My mom! Be quiet, be quiet, be quiet! There's no time. Here, help me move this rubble from your legs. She begins. What's happened to your arm? Shh, don't worry about that now. Quickly, it was my help father. Me. It was my father that did this. You're, it was my fucking father. Your father? He, he's here? My mom's dead. And my father did this. Asayu, we need to we need to get out of here. There's still guards here. They're looking for survivors. We need to try and find any others. Here, and you see her place her arm around a rock and move it away as it lifts from your legs. And she goes to give you a, a grip around your arm to help you sit up. Your arm? What's happened to your arm? I, it was crushed in whatever happened. I, I, one minute I was flying through the air and next minute I was unconscious. I don't know, I'm in a lot of pain, but we need, we need to get out of here. Did you see where, do you see where my sister went? I didn't see anything, I got blown away. The only thing I saw was my mom being thrown over the bridge. They killed my mom. I know, this is a mess. She looks around. I'm not sure what to do. What is Tufan? She looks over to the side and sees Master Tufan's shoe laying near some rubble. She's like, look, 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 look. And rushes over, slides over in the dirt uh, next to a pile of rubble and ushers Asayu over with her good arm. Have you seen anything? Have you seen anyone? Is it just us? Is there anyone alive? I've just taken... There's soldiers over there, I don't know anyone else. And she begins just pulling rubble away from where the shoe is and just begins pulling it and pushing it I'm either side. I'm pulling away, I'm pulling rubble right next to her as well and trying to uncover too fast. As you do, suddenly, uh, Asayo, you pull a rock away just to reveal Master Tufan's head with his arm kind of like this above his head. I, I, I kind of grab his face and I'm T, 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 you're alive, you're alive. <laughs> Are you okay? That's all over. We'll clear you off. We'll clear all this off. Too, too fat. Too fat. Here, let me move this from your arm. And you see her stop mid-moving. You see her see a couple of pieces of stone next to her. She earth bends them into some sort of makeshift stone arm that she then begins to use now both arms to remove a heavy piece of rubble from your arm, too fat. No one. I could grab her. Uh, stone arm. What happened to you? I, a rock crushed my arm, but I got out okay. I, I would have been stuck otherwise. I'm fine though. Are you okay? Are you all right? I'm struggling to breathe, but I, I think... You're, you're, you're struggling to breathe? And she places hands on your chest. As she does, you feel the warmth of her palm through your clothes on her chest. But as she does, you feel her put a little bit of pressure in your cracked breastplate of your ribs just kind of crumbles a little bit under the weight as she, oh my goodness, oh, oh, th th there's something wrong, Tufan, there's something very wrong, I'm sorry. Tufan, can you move? I, I can move, I, I just I'll need to move your legs. Take small breaths. Okay, okay, here, moves the rocks 
from your legs and looks at Asaya and goes, we need to find my sister. I can't leave here without my sister. Look, Tufan, it's bad. What's happened is bad. I don't know who's be, alive. Be quiet, be quiet. There's guards, the soldiers over there, Tufan. I mean, there's two that I've seen so far. They said that they're looking for survivors. We need to be quiet. I don't think I can fight like this. You don't think you can fight like that? No, Tufan, if you can move, we're okay. I'll, I will carry you. If you can move, I will carry you. I can move. I can, I can defend us as we go. Where, where is my sister though? I need to find my sister. She was in the middle. She tried to push you away. In the middle. She's like, uh, and you see Nuon just begin digging through rubble as she comes to a body of one of the airbenders from the temple. She begins shaking it. Hello, are you, are you? That's here. She, she's not breathing. Uh, she pushes the body aside and continues pulling the rubble away. You two are just sat watching this manic person with a stone arm just pulling rubble, no, uh, desperately trying to no, find uh, a way to the center. Why don't you stay back here with Tufan? Stay back here with Tufan, I'll go. You, you can protect him, I will go. And um, I'm trying to get her to, to come back and, uh, and to stay with Tufan because I don't think she should be the one. She's only got one arm that's, that's viable right now. You see, she's like, okay, no. Come, come and help me, just both of us. We can get there faster. Tufan, come here. are you okay? And she continues here. digging. Are you okay? I grab, I grab Yuan by the shoulder, sort of grab it's like, Yuan, we need to be quiet, we need to be careful. You're right, you're right. You stay here, Yuan, I will go, and I will be quiet, I will look for your sister, I promise you, I'll do everything I can to find her. Okay. Do you guys remember where, where exactly she was when? I got blasted out the way I didn't see, do, do you guys remember? I know that she was just part of the wedding party, you stay here, and I will try, I will try to find her. Just be quiet and I'll be quiet as well. If I don't say anything, I don't come back within five minutes, you come to help, but I should be able to see if I can find her. Okay, please. I will try to find, find her. Find my sister. No one, you stay here. I will try to find her, I promise you. I'll try my hardest. Okay, go. Stay alive. I will, I will do my best. As Asayu creeps off around the corner, or what, where are you kind of looking? You've got this mound of rubble that is the statue, the head kind of still intact at the far end. You've got the bridge on the far side and the rubble's kind of just here in the middle. Are you going round over where you sneak in? I'm going around and I'm, I'm basically army crawling around to see, I, I'm aware that there are the two guards that Nuan mentioned. So I'm trying to make sure that I'm looking, but I'm also being aware of the guards and I'm making progress. I'm going around trying to see any sign of Devna's, of their, her, her appearance, anything that she was wearing that I could recognize. Okay. In that case, give me an assess the situation check for me, please. Uh, assess the situation is with? Uh, it is with creativity. Creativity. It's a seven. Beautiful. And a seven, you get to ask me one question that you want to know. What's the one question that you want to know? It could be from ones on the list, but I believe you're going to ask me something that's likely not on that list, so go for it. Is Devna within visual recognition of where I am? As you kind of survey, and you're looking around, and you see the upper body of Monk Soma crushed with his lower half, sorry, crushed beneath the rock, blood, seeping from his mouth, no movement, no breath. Soma. It's almost dead as well. You then see Sister Devna 
there's braids sticking out from under a rock and one of her hands is poking out from it as well. So yes, you can see a proportion of Sister Devna from where you are. However, you believe that from where you are to get her out is gonna be risky. You become within eyesight, like visual space. Now they're not looking you at the moment, but you become within visual range of these soldiers. Okay, can I can I throw some sort of decoy uh, to a different place where the soldiers would yeah. look in a different direction? I love that. I love it. So you're picking up some rock and throwing it? No, maybe maybe um, can I cast uh, some sort of fire? Um, I don't think I can throw a rock far enough. You you can earth you you can so you I can have just a, flavor fire bend something off in the distance. That's what you. I like to do. Just try to find a target off in the distance that is you know kind of as far away from me as possible. Cool. Um, I'm gonna say we're gonna go with give me a trick check now. Yeah. Trick is with creativity. And that's a, an 11. Wow, beautiful. So um, not only, so first of all, you get to pick two from the list. So they stumble, take one forward against them, which means on your next dice roll, you get a plus one against those guards and whatever you do against those guards. Um, and then, or you can also choose, they act foolishly, the GM tells you an additional opportunity they give you, or they overcommit uh, and are deceived for some time. So which two would you like? Uh, overcommit and are deceived. Beautiful. And cool. Those are the two. Beautiful, amazing. You see, um, uh, can you describe how you like what you do? Describe like what, so, what the fire bending looks like and what you're what you're hitting off in the distance. Yeah, so I, I see a tower that's half in rub in rubble mm -hmm. in the distance, and I see some bodies over there near the tower, and um, I'm in my army sort of crawling position. So I'm trying to form like with two hands. I'm trying to form a a two handed sort of attack, almost like a sniper gun position to, to hit that thing so that the rubble will break off of it and maybe even move some bodies down there. Beautiful. You aim, take a in-breath. On the exhale, as you've been taught by the airbenders, you shoot off this blast of fire that scorches through the sky. And as the red comet still got the sky, really red and dark. Uh, it doesn't tend to light up or change the color of anything. So it hits the tower, some rubble falls, and you see both the guards go, oh, what was that? Did you hear that? And they turn away and begin walking away towards that. You now have an opportunity. As soon as I see them turning and their eyesight has moved away from anything close to me, I start moving as quickly as possible. My army crawl turns into to on all fours and I'm moving as fast as I can to Devna's space. You get there, and you're totally fine. They don't notice you. You get there all good, um, and can begin ripping rubble off. I'm ripping away. rubble off. I'm ripping as much rubble off, mostly around her sort of upper torso and her face area, just to see. You're revealed. Devna. Devna. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's me. Yeah, we're alive. We're alive. Who else is alive? I don't know. Don't, don't worry about Look at me. Look at me. Can you move? Give me a moment. The wait Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. And I start clearing off as much rubble as I can <laughs> to give her uh, clearance for her body to move. You clear off her legs, and now uh, you're you're completely free of rubble. Oh my God! Everything is so painful. What about mother, father, Nuwana? I don't know. Tufan. I know Nuwana and Tufan are alive. I don't know about anyone. 
And I grab her face to really try to get her. You need to listen to me. Just listen for a second. There are guards. They have killed. There are guards, firebender guards. I will tell you more about that, but right now it's urgent. We get back to Nuan. It's okay. And to that, they're both okay. Okay. Okay, if you can really follow me. Did you see I haven't seen anyone. It's bad. All I can say is bad. But let's just get back to people we know and love. Okay, just give me a moment. And I try and stand up and I'm like, everything hurts. I I sort of support her just to see how injured she is and I'm gauging how much weight she puts on. How much weight she can balance on her own. I'm okay, but I think my ankle just, if I put too much pressure on it, just give me a moment. I think I'll be fine. Okay, It'll just be okay. get down a little bit lower. Just get some breaths in. Okay, we need to move back. We need to move okay. back behind this mountain. Okay. Let me help you. All put right. your arm around me. And I put my arm around. Before you, you guys... We're, we're, we're like hunched moving. Staying low, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys come back around and you find Nuan and Tufan. Nuan at this point has grabbed Tufan's arm around her shoulder and is holding it and supporting Tufan as she's there kind of like sat up and just like basically just embracing one another I imagine during that time uh, if there's anything you want to add to that anything that you would have said during I that think, time and stuff go for it I think Tufan and Nuan sort of leaning their heads Against into each other, each other yeah. and sort of like I don't think there's anything that they can say they're just kind of processing staring into the distance and crying I think I think Nuon is just like, not even like sob crying, it's just silent crying, just tears. Yeah. Just like a stream of tears next to you, head against you, and you can both just feel your tears falling into one another's laps. Yeah. I, I think uh, Tufan then gets snapped out of this, hearing uh, footsteps coming across the rubble and says, Devna, you're alive. Nuon, Tufan, it's good to see that Nuon, Nuon. Okay. Oh my God! What's uh, happened to your arm? Don't, don't worry about it. It's 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 minor. It's okay. We can. I I can manage it for now. It's have okay. you seen mother? Have you seen mother? I think. I think there are. Can I? I bring everyone close together. I say, look, look. I don't know. I don't know who's alive. I know my mother. I know my mother's dead, and I know a lot of mothers are dead. I think, I think most of I can't hear anyone. I think most everyone is gone. Listen to me, listen to me. Listen, we have to, we have to escape this. If we stay here, those guards are gonna find us. We have to escape this and then we'll come back if we have time. We, we have to do this together. If there's no one else, we have to stick together. Make sure that no one leaves each other's sides and that we're, we're very cautious. The guards have moved over to the over to the left. How many guards did you see? There's only two that I saw, and everything else is silent except for the. I don't see any others. Two found. How do we get off? And how do we get out of the temple? How do we get away from here? It's our best option. If we're lucky, Rafus will still be in the stables. Rafus, yeah. Yeah, good job. Okay. How do we get to the stables? Well. The only way is across that chasm where the bridge has fallen. Okay. I can maybe earth bend some, some rock and place it. That, that might make noise. 
hands with that. Surely, surely you and I, can we not pull some, some herbs there and just blast the, the four of us over there? Too fine if we, if we join together. We need to be careful. There's nuance and so we need to. Everyone is greatly injured. We need to try and get out of here as in best condition as possible. Look, let's move in this direction. Let's move where the guards are. Let's reassess as we go. Let's just keep getting closer to the direction. You're right. We need to just get out of here. You're right. As we're going, just just check up. Just to see. I I huddle everyone together. I say, look, I don't know who is alive and who isn't alive, but let's make a pact right now. Let's get to a safe space and decide whether we want to come back. If the guards have left, we can come back. If not, we escape and then we come back when we're ready. It's what we can do. It's what we have to dedicate to the situation. If we're the only survivors, we have to, we have to send word that this is not the first or the last time. It's not time now, let's just go. I'll tell you later. I promise I'll take you later. Let's go. Let's go, you see Nuon grab Tufan under the like arms and grab him and be like, okay, listen, you ready? You okay, Tufan, you good to go? Yeah. Okay. Devna, do you need all help? No, I, I'm not, I'm not, I think I'm okay. It's just, it, it, it just was tweaked. I'm, I'm okay, I think I'm okay. Lean on me, just lean okay. on me as we go. So we're shuffling. Amazing, you guys shuffle around the side. As you do, you see the body of Guru Soma, the, his upper half, not crushed with uh, under rock, but his lower half being crushed with blood, dried blood, you know, on his cheek in a pool next to him, not breathing. You also see your mother and likely your father as well. No, no, that's not, that's not, that's not. I stumble over to Bruce somewhere, so kneel and put his head in my hands. I come next to Tufan as well. And I say, he wasn't just your dad. He was like my father as well. He was a father to both of us. I rush over to, to mum. I'm like, mother. You see Nuan rushes over to your dad and sits down again, not like sobbing or moping, just streaming of tears, just almost like, almost emotionless from Nuan, but with just tears streaming as she holds your father's body next to you, your mother, and both of you look at each other. I try and breathe into to mother, like use breathe air. air into mother to see if I can, um, you know, get any sort of like reaction from her. Nothing happens as you breathe air. Her chest expands, and then as you stop, it collapses. And again, but nothing happens. Her eyes do not open. There is no response. I tried. I can't do anything. I go over to Tufan as we're holding, um, as we're holding father's head, and I look at Tufan and I say, look, this is bad, Tufan. It's my dad. It was my dad that did this. And I think General Kiesel? Yeah, he did everything. He killed my mom. He killed your dad. He killed her parents. We gotta get out of here. And they're going on to kill others as well. We've got to escape. You and I need to take charge of the situation and bring them. What did What did he say? Uh, did you, how do you? I just, know. New one at this point stands fully up in the courtyard and goes, "Right, we need to go now." And goes over to Tufan and grabs you and almost begins to pull you, feeling a bit of that resistance as you hold your father figure 
in your arms, yeah. Eventually, Tufan sort of releases his grip on on his father's dead body and sort of doesn't stop and turn away for a while. He sort of is sort of working, walking backwards with sort of Tufan's arm on his chest. You have, Before. you look down and the blood of Guru Sonia is on your hands yeah. from where you held him. I've bent down on my knees and I now just bow my entire body in deference to um, to Guru Soma in one last, almost like thank you, and and a privilege of being under his care. I close my mother's eyes and lay two small rocks on the top of her eyes. They rest, rest well. No one, you have such strength. I, I'm coming with you. Nuon stands now, looking at the bridge. And you see her go, okay, should I just, or do you guys want to blast us across? Decide quickly before those think, guards come I back. Think I think blast if we can do this quietly, let's air blast. Cool. Yeah. Can you guys, let's go with, can you do a rely on skills check? But one of you make it, and I'll just say that you get a plus one because the other one's helping you. As yeah. they're doing that, I turn to Devna. Yeah, you get it. And Ben, can you mark one fatigue, please? Because yeah. it's a help. Sure. Thank you. And I get one from Ben. And I get two. Five. Eight. An eight. I turn to Devna as they're preparing. And I say, Devna, now's your time. So, Devna, as you go to do your standard stance, you go to place your right ankle down. And as you're about to do your airbending, Ah, you tweak and it just kind of goes off a little bit. You blast the three of them with uh, Tufan lifts you two off the ground. You all land on the other side. Uh, however, Nuon doo -doo -doo, like falls and kind of falls to the ground and makes a little bit of noise as does Asai who kind of collapses and falls. You hear the guards who are around the corner say, did you hear that too? What was that? Let's go check that out. And you hear footsteps coming back your way as, uh, as you guys are now on the other side on the main temple. I um, say facility. I say, stay down here. Stay down here. I'll come up. I'll deal with this. And I I come up um, and I take off all of my airbender garb and I'm just in my firebender garb right now. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and um, I approach them and I say to the two guards, to the, are they within distance? So they, I'll say they run around the corner at this point and they're like, you stop there. Everyone's dead as far as I can see. All good on, on, on this end. Where have these guys, have these guys run the, off? They're down below, out of sight. Cool. I've told them okay. to, 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 hide. Hide, to hide in sight. I've come out into the clearing and, and trying to get them to recognize me as a firebender right now. Cool. You can uh, roll for a trick check, um, but you get a plus one because of your forward plus one from earlier that you got. Okay. And so creativity. Um, so it's plus one for creativity and a plus one? Yeah. So it's uh, eight, nine. A nine. Beautiful. On a nine, you get to pick one of the ones on the list. So uh, they stumble, you take a forward against them, you take a plus one. Uh, they act foolishly, I tell you how, or they overcommit and are deceived for some time. Um, they are deceived for some time, and I say... Um, one of yeah. them goes, what happened to your armor? 
I don't, I, I must have lost it in the in the skirmish. Kizu told me to get back. I need to get back to General Kizu at this point as well. Are you are you two heading back? The army left three hours ago. Yeah, I know. He told me to stay here and to just to have one last sweep through. He thought there might be some dead. That's what we're. One of them looks at you and goes, "What's your name, soldier?" My name is. Asayu, Kizuno. Asayu. I, 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 what regiment are you in? I have I don't think I've seen you around the uh, around the uh, barracks before. You don't have to see me. Kizu told me to do this. I don't have time for this. I need to get back to the army. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, well, they, they headed off towards the. Right, you do edge. your job. I'll do my job. Carry on. Okay. Oh, no, no. What problem. is your name, by the way? Uh, 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 my my name is uh, Alric, sir. Alric, have you looked at that end of the of the field? Uh, we, uh, well, we, we get it over there double time and yes, make sure right. there are no living bodies. Right away, sir, right up, and just... Never uh, mind. What is your rank? My rank is above yours. March. Uh, okay, sir, no, no problem. And you see, uh, one of the march ways, the other one looks you up and down and goes, no beef here, sir. And he joins him. Uh, they walk around the corner um, away from you guys. I take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> and I come back around. Amazing. You, got, you come back around to these guys. So that was amazing. All right, let's go. Let's go. We have probably a few minutes until they figure out what the hell's happened. Let's okay. go. Okay. At that moment, you guys make your way into the main temple building, led by Master Tufan, who knows the area. As you do, you come into this building. There's fire kind of crackling up in different places. Some rooms are filled with smoke, but as it's mostly open, a lot of the smoke and stuff is billowing out, allowing you guys to move through the building. As you do, you find ancient tapestries burnt to the ground. You find statues toppled and crushed. Rooms have collapsed and fallen in with people's bodies scattered all around. As the flames and crackling of wood exist around you, you can feel this kind of panic and fear growing. What you guys do as you're going through the, the temple? Anything that you guys want to do as you're, you're going through the main temple? I think Tufan actually starts to cough as he's he's drawing lots of short uh, breaths. He's kind of gotten used to it, but now like the air in here is like there's a lot of ash floating around, and he's sort of <laughs> this is uh, it's too much for me. And um, I step into and I sort of like air oxygen like air into him here. This will help you. Beautiful, yeah. And you get a, a little bit of clean air in for, for a breath. I start to um, sort of try to blow like an air vent, sort of almost like a bubble of clean air around us to sort of um, keep, at least like basically sweep away any ashes that like are in the air near us, basically. Beautiful. As you go to do this and you create this kind of like air bubble, at that moment a beam falls. It just so happens that your air bubble bounces the beam off and it hits a wall next to you as sparks and embers fly across the room. New one's like, this is, this is getting bad. We need to get to the barn. We need to go. Yeah, let's get, let's push through. Going. All moment to lose, let's go. At right. that moment, you turn a corner and you go past Master Tufan's room. You can see Master Tufan as you look in. Uh, there's fire kind of rippling up the walls and black smoke kind of filling the ceiling area of your room. Anything <laughs> that you guys want to do as you continue through? Or are we just rushing through to the barn? We're rushing, well, I'm rushing through. But I do see something that feels like it's just a little symbolic memento on the ground. Um, and I, I reach down and I just look at it for a minute and I put it in my pocket to, to have it just, a, it's an airbender, it's, it it's symbolizes this northern temple's um, 
Some medallion that one of the that one of the gurus like that something yeah. like that yeah, beautiful yeah. I yeah. love it I love it you find you know a, a, there's something there's like a beam crushed somewhere and you assume there's a body under there because there's some like dried blood and then just off is a medallion laying that you pick up that is the crest of the Northern Air Temple on it nice um, as you guys continue through and you finally get out of the main temple building and you begin descending the stairs that lead you to the bison barn you can hear some weird noises kind of coming from the bison barn. You hear like and then just muttering of like loud kind of like muttering from a distance of like That's that's one of the sky boys and that might be briefless. Let's go, let's go. Something's bothering him. Let's Something's go. wrong. He's alive, he's alive. Something's wrong. We should be cautious. So, as you make your way down the stairs and you separate from the burning temple behind you and you see the bison barn, which seems to be in perfect tack down below you. There is this moment of weird peace that kind of happens as the noise of everything that's burning and is behind you and you can just hear kind of what's in front of you. And as you kind of are running down the stairs and all of you are like going, I assume Sister Devna kind of every now and then taking like a foul step with her bad ankle. And as you kind of look out, you can see the gorgeous mountain range around you. You can see the red sky and the red light illuminating snow atop mountains near you and things like that. And for just a moment as you're running, you remember that there is some stuff that is still good in the world, though everything is very bad right now. And as you all arrive at the barn and you peek through the slats, uh, whoever's peeking through the slats, can you give me an assess, uh, assess the situation roll? And anyone that's helping peek through the slats, can you mark one fatigue? please, and let me know if you are marking one fatigue. Bravest is the one with ginger hair. I'm just helping. So yeah, yeah so help. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, I'm, are you helping as well? I'm not, but I'm going to um, sort of fall back a little bit and just make sure that I can... I'm trying to watching see, the six, almost? I'm watching to see if the guards are anywhere, uh, anywhere near. The two that were up there, if they've yeah. like come followed you guys down. Yeah. Awesome, beautiful, I love it. Um, you're doing a help, can you yeah. mark a fatigue? You get a plus one to your roll. You should be tied up in the coin. Eight for all my rolls. Eight. Mm -hmm. um, so you can ask me one question. Um, are we able to get to Briefus? Are they holding him? Like, are they with Briefus or are we able to get to him? So what you see on the inside is you see four Fire Nation soldiers with chains wrapped around Briefus, pulling and trying to battle with Briefus as he tries to pull and get out of these chains that they're trying to restrain them, uh, restrain him in. And he's pulling back and forth, just trying to get free as they're like, stay beast, come on. Come on, you now, come on, just stop acting like an ass. And you can see that they're trying to like pull the chains tighter and wrap them around him more and kind of uh, restrain him. As one of them goes, this is the last one, boys. Come on, let's get this done. I tell this, I go, too far, they're restraining him. We have to blast them with air. They've got chains around Briefus. Let's go. As I, as I hear, you know, uh, Devna say that I circle back as well now, so I'm, I'm back with the group. Like I can understand that there's guards over there. Yeah. We need to. We need to stop this. Briefus is our only chance of getting out. Of here. We need to free him. Absolutely. I think let's flank. Oh, I, was, I was about to say that. Dead on the side. Let's do it. 
two of us, two of us, maybe, how about this? Two of us stay in the front. Maybe get their attention. Two of us circle in the back. The most powerful of us in the back. Once we get their attention, we'll attack the two most powerful attack from the back. I say, Devna, you and two five from the back. And then the one in the front. And you come out. Okay. You see, as soon as they release Prefus, you release Holy Hell on them and try to wipe them all out. Okay. You see Nuon well, we shift her. To... Oh, sorry, sorry. We need to have two phone guiding Prefus. Prefus will listen to him. Prefus knows me as well. Okay, fine. <laughs> at this point, you see Nuon look at Asayu, uh, give you a nod, still with just tears streaming down her face, but just fucking no emotion on her face. As she looks to her stone arm that she's crafted in place of her real one, and suddenly, the arm begins to shift and change as the rock begins to move and slide around each other till it forms a large point and a sharp bladed almost arm that she then has. She looks at you and she goes, ready. And at I'm this ready. point, I take in a sharp breath and I focus that breath down to my ankle and I'm just like this, I will feel no pain. Like my mind is now away from pain, away from everything. I'm now focused on this thing, and I literally take this breath, and I'm, and I say, it's up to us, let's go. You guys begin sneaking around the side of the bison barn. Uh, anything that you guys want to say while well, these two, uh, As Sayu and Nuon, kind of get in like combative stance uh, at the barn doors, ready to push them open. So, so uh, Nuon and Asayu are the ones getting the attention. Okay, cool. Yes. I, I can, I can create a, a tunnel and attack, and if you throw in yes. some wood planks, we can then that are on the ground, I start, and we yeah. can then shoot them at them. I start ripping um, a plank off of the wall and uh, sort of getting ready to basically throw it into 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 my directed yeah. wind tunnel. Yeah, beautiful, cool. Okay, at this moment, Sayo Nuon. She holds up her like rock-bladed arm, looks at you. So I ready. say to her, I say, I'm ready. Put that behind you. Back. Okay. Use it when we need it. You come with me. You follow me. Okay. Let's see if we can do this. Follow your lead. She grabs one of the doors. You grab the other one. You both slide them open. As the uh, wood slides open, the guards turn. Oi! Who are you? Ah, finally! Found someone. I couldn't find any other guards. I have to bring this one back to Kizu. You see the guard look at you for a second. Um, I'm not gonna make you roll another trick. Um, go with a push your luck. <laughs> rolling hot, rolling hot. Push my luck is, um, it is passion, so let me just make sure if there's anything to add to it. No, it's actually a minus one. So I rolled a 10, so I got a nine. You got a nine. Beautiful. Um, we're going to come back to that in just one second. I just want to uh, give you guys a little bit of just kind of stuff so you guys can, uh, can get it in your head. One second. Um, cool. Um, so just to describe, the Bison Barn is a large structure that stands to the far east side of the Northern Temple. Um, it's a large rectangular building with a pitched roof. Um, that has a thin ridge at the top. Either end of this ridge are stone bison gargoyles that have been carved that protrude from the roof line. Inside, the floor is covered in dust, fur, and various bits of straw, um, but is made from hard wood for easy cleaning. 
Uh, the bison's, um, uh, the bison, the barn is completely like open plan, but there is like sections for each bison to like have their sleeping area. But typically, it's very open. The doors can be opened by the bison. There's a pulley system for the doors to be opened by the bison, so they can come and go as they please, basically. And they each have their own little sleeping area. Um, cool. Um, so, as you guys come in and say that, and you are nine, um, the guard looks at you and goes, "Okay, that's that's fine. Uh, the next the next transport is coming back in an hour. We're hoping to get this beast." on the transport and get it back to the Fire Nation. Do you need to take this one to Kizu or back to the nation? We need to take this one to the nation. Uh, are you okay with us just taking this one? Is that all right? What, the, the bison? Yeah, I think we need to get there as soon as possible. He looks at you, he goes, but you're not an airbender. How are you gonna? Well, I'm taking the bison over to the place. <laughs> <laughs> to the he place sees you that. break, he sees you start laughing and goes, What's going on here, soldier? Are you okay? I think I'm okay. I've I've been hit. My head got hit a little bit, but at this point, two fans screams, "Leave him alone!" Because he's so fucking angry with the fact that they've got chains around briefs at this point. You I bust in the back door and fucking come in. And fucking I, leave him alone. And at that point, I'm like, two fan through the wood. Yeah. Beautiful. Right. Cool. That point, you see new one, like fucking ready to go. Uh, cool. Let's uh, let's let's deal with these combat engagements. So you've got two at the back of Briefus and two at the front of Briefus. Um, you've got um, Asayo uh, and Nuon at the front. I assume engaging uh, the the two at the front. And are you two engaging the two at the back? Yes. Cool. Awesome. So we're gonna have two engagements going on. Uh, so can you each choose your uh, your approach for this uh, this exchange for me, please? Yeah. Can we discuss with that? Like, we're allowed to discuss. Yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, totally. Attack. It's one of the differences um, of the Avatar yeah. game for everyone who doesn't Advanced know. Advance an attack. I'm going to spin the uh, wind and then we'll throw the, the planks of wood and we'll try and hit them. Yeah. Um, and after that, when you guys get on, if you guys manage to all get on, I'm going to do a shockwave and you tell the others to get on briefers. I'm going to do a shockwave that will um, stun the guys if there's any left and we jump on briefers cool. and we leave. So you, once you get in there and yeah. they're able to be freed, tell them to get on briefers and I will join you afterwards. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, let's get into it then. Cool. So. Let's talk about um, who is uh, defending and maneuvering first, um, and we're going to go with your two exchange first, as yeah. you guys have done uh, surprise. I'm using defending. Yeah. Yeah. So you're using defend and maneuver. Awesome. Um, then T. I'm doing advance and attack. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Um, can you guys please roll your stance move? So uh, it's rolling two d six. Uh, for Ben, you're adding focus. Tracy, you're adding passion. What was I, your role? I got an eight. An eight? Cool. Beautiful. So with an eight, um, you can uh, use one basic or mastered technique. Mm -hmm. Cool. I got an eleven. You got an eleven. So Ben, you can uh, you can either do uh, you can do two basic and two master or, or two master techniques or one basic and one master. Up to you. Cool. Cool. Right. 
Ben, you are up first, mate. Okay, so... You're defending and maneuvering. So what's yeah. what's the approach... Uh, oh, by the way, just so you know, my guys are advancing and attacking as well. That's now open to the table. What's your what's your actual approach? What's the, uh, what's the one you do? The technique you're doing? Okay, so first thing I'm going to be doing is seize a position. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to be sort of marching straight towards them. Yeah. Basically, with this plank ready to... Uh, they think I'm going to smack them with it, but I'm ready to chuck it in this wind tunnel that's going to shoot out of them cool. at Mach 10. And cool. the other thing I'm going to be doing is um, the uh, air swipe. So, uh, just the intention of just like knocking anything aside that they try and send in my direction. Basically. Awesome. Okay, so based on Caesar position, you move to a new location, engage or disengage a foe, overcome a negative status or danger, establish an advantageous position, or escape the scene. Any engaged foe with you must mark one fatigue to block this. So I would say you probably are looking for an advantageous position to throw this wood into it, yeah. but also like kind of be ready to handle these guards. It's, but, but that's kind of sounds yeah. like what you're saying. But at the same time, two fans kind of angry and yeah. just like getting closer to them. Cool. to get them off a brief. Beautiful. Well. So yeah. I imagine you kind of run in, kick off the wall, and like bit bop into like one of the higher rafters areas. Sure. So you're like now above them and you've got the high ground almost, yeah. I'm imagining. Yeah, sure. Cool. Awesome. T, um, you're up next. Well, I'm going to strike them. Go for it. Cool. So I'm... am I marking two fatigue? Am I marking a condition? Or am I shifting there? Uh, or I, I get to choose? Or are you choosing because you mark a fatigue and then you get to choose? What would you like to do? I'm going to mark a fatigue, and yeah. I'm going to have them, mark. I'm going to choose mark two fatigue. Beautiful, awesome source. So, we love a good bit of that. Uh, can you just describe what the attack looks like? Um, can you describe what the attack looks like uh, with your airbending? Yeah, I'm I'm grabbing two fan sort of like with me. We've broken the, the thing. I whisk this air through my hands and I'm creating this funnel of air and it's creating and it's just whirling and whirling getting stronger and stronger and bringing and I say now to fan you know to throw. So let me ask are you doing a, a strike or are you doing your special technique which is the wind? I'm funnel? using my directed funnel. Okay cool that's that's a little bit different then in terms of what where I'm does. spinning so can, the funnel. Can you funnel? just read that one to me? Yeah, you create a spinning a funnel of air that fires objects at yeah. high speed. It's mark one fatigue. Um, each ally can mark one fatigue to toss in an appropriate object and inflict two fatigue on the target. Beautiful, cool. So I assume you're going to throw in something and Ben's going to throw something in. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Can... can you mark a fatigue, Ben? Yeah. Can you mark a fatigue? Yes. Um, and what? Ben, I assume you're throwing that plank of wood. So as you come yeah. in, Ben, you bit bop off of the wood up into the thing, and from above you throw your plank in. It yeah. gets caught by Tracy's windjet. Fires off. Yeah. Um, T, can you uh, can you please tell me what you put into your wind tunnel? Um, I when I'm scooping up this, I see that there is you know like they have pails and like yeah. a farm, like implements, yeah, yeah. For, and I see that and I pick up like it's like this shovel that they shovel the dung away with and I pick up this shovel and I bring it and I flip it into the beautiful the as what happens is you see and it is it, it happens within a flash of eye the two of you at the front just see you see two fun boom 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 shoo, shoo. and what you see is one guard gets absolutely impaled 
by the plank of wood, the sharp end of the plank of wood, impales one guard as he <coughs> and coughs blood up onto the plank of wood. His blood begins oozing down his body. He kind of lets go of the chain of Briefus, falls back and puts his arm on something. As he does, he like slips off and just falls lifeless onto the ground with the plank of wood sticking out of him. As the other one turns, uh, a bucket comes flying at him uh, with bison milk flying behind it uh, as it travels in the air. And the bucket, ding, hits him clean in the head as he's like, doom. And you see him like do a clear, like he's like rocked. Like he just got like bang. He's like, whoa, and kind of gives him one of those as he kind of comes back to his feet, still holding on to the chain, but has released it a little bit. Cool, we're now gonna cut over to the front team. Tom, can you please tell me what your uh, your approach is. My approach is going to be advanced and attack. Beautiful. Um, I didn't talk to Nuan about uh, her approach. Cool. Uh, Nuan is going to advance and attack as well. She's coming. She's coming at you. Cool. That's what I was hoping. For. Yeah, she's coming with you. Um, so. Cool. Okay. So first up is the soldiers who are defending, uh, who are defending and evading. Um, so. One of them, the one at the front who was talking to you, is going to take the retaliate. He's basically going to release the chains entirely, and he's going to take his Muay Thai kind of stance, front leg bouncing, and he's like fully ready to come at you if you guys come at him. He's just like this, basically locked in, uh, ready to retaliate when need be. Um, and then um, the other one on the other side. Um, also kind of preps himself. He gets the chain that he's holding onto his briefus and begins spinning the uh, the chain round and round in circles uh, as if he's gonna like whip you guys. Cool. Um, what's your, can you roll a stance move please, Tom? Uh, any modifier on that? Uh, yes, uh, for you it's passion. Um, it's a six. A six, cool. On a six, you don't get to use any techniques, but if you shift your balance away from center, you can use one basic technique. I'm gonna do that. Cool. So, uh, and what, which uh, which basic technique are you looking to do? Are you? Uh, are I'm you, doing smash. You're doing smash. Awesome. Um, smash. So mark one fatigue to destroy or destabilize something in the environment, possibly inflicting or overcoming a fictionally appropriate positive or negative status. Okay, so I'm going to smash something above the two guards. Um, I'm, I'm seeing some like barn equipment up there, some metal barn equipment up there. And um, as they're in their stances, I'm, I'm gonna shoot a firebolt into those, uh, to, to release those um, metal pieces of fire equipment to land on them, to crash down on them. Can you describe what goes on in a Sire's mind? And makes him shift away from center. What and which way are you shifting? And like, what goes through his mind as he's like, quickly, boom, like up there. Like, what goes through your mind is what yeah. shifts you away from center. Yeah. So my my balance is confidence and loyalty. Yeah. And I'm shifting towards um, confidence. Yeah. And in that moment, uh, I felt like I I was able to influence the first two guards, and now I'm just drawing on the lessons that I've learned from the airbenders as well and the accuracy that they've shown me in the past and seeing if I can tunnel that accuracy to the target, that the exact target that would release these um, these Beautiful. big pieces of metal up there. Beautiful. Um, so can you mark one fatigue for your smash, please? Yeah. Awesome. I just want to check my list. 
Okay, so what's going to happen is um, as you do this, you kind of move into this confident stance. And where most firebenders are in this kind of Muay Thai, bouncing front leg kind of stance, you have a lot more of like an open, like kind of firebending style where you're a bit more like mixture of Kung Fu and Muay Thai kind of together. So you're kind of taking your stance and you do this thing where you just like, you look at him and just raise your eyes and you see this perfect bit of wood that's just like hanging above him. You, and instead of shooting a big fire blast, you shoot a directed thin like bolt of fire that shoots up. It hits, it crumbles it. As the bit of wood falls, it lands right in front of him, blocking him from you basically and putting something right in front of him um, and stopping him being able to retaliate on you. Um, beautiful. Um, at this moment, Nuan is gonna rush to the other side and go to strike uh, the other guard. Um, so she's gonna strike, um, so she's gonna mark one fatigue. One fatigue for you, Nuan. Um, and then she's going to give them two fatigue. She's gonna hammer them and give them two fatigue. Um, you see, as Nuan moves with, Tom, you've never seen Nuan move like this. Tufan, you have never seen Nuan move like this. Sister Devna, you have, but only once when she was being bullied, very young, and she doesn't often let this side of her out. You see, as she places her feet in the dirt, she begins to glide across the ground as she moves the dirt beneath her feet, almost like ice skates across the ground. She slides, she runs, the dude swings and tries to grab her. She ducks under it and stabs her rock sword straight into his arm and it rips through his arm into his body. As she then pulls it out and goes, ah! With a scream as she does that, as the guard ah! kind of crumbles backwards quickly lets out a blast of fire from his body and it hits Nuon in the stomach. You see her clothes begin to crisp and crumble away with fiery embers burning it away. As she grits her teeth, tears still streaming down her face. And she's like, is that the best you've got? Nuon! Beautiful. Um, cool. That's the end of the first exchanges. Are you guys going back into combat or is anyone doing anything else as we come out of those first exchanges? Um, I see uh, like what happens to Nuon and Tufan sort of basically like not knowing the severity of this just screams no and basically next move of combat I'm doing everything I can to so, protect her. Well let me ask this are you yeah. are you fighting someone or are you gonna do out of combat moves to go and try and save Nuon? Um, You're gonna do like yes. a rely on skills to get her out the way like what's what's kind of what kind of area It'll probably be a combat thing but um, cool. my intention will be to sort of launch myself over um, over Briefus mm -hmm. to land on this firebender mm -hmm. like feet first on the back of his head kind of thing. Love it, love it, cool. We'll, we'll, we'll come to that one. I, yeah. I take inspiration from Nuan. I'm just, I've seen this and I've seen it once. Mm. I know that she is channeling everything in her being no matter what pain she's feeling right now i can see the tears streaming down her face but i know right now she is so focused and i realize that that is all i have to be that if she is like this in this moment that i have to be like this that i have to be as good if not better shift your balance towards community 
Can I ask, um, what is the current state of Rifus? Is Rifus still bound by so anything? He's still bound by the chains. One of the chains has been released. Another one has been released. Uh, one guard, actually, there's only one guard still holding onto a chain. The other one got killed. Yeah, so there's only one guard still holding the chain. Briefus has begun shaking the chains loose and he's like, Ugh! as he turns round. And actually, at that moment, Briefus goes to the guard that was behind the wall that you had and just, hum! and just bites him clean in half. Just takes mm. him from the hips up, mm. eats him, and just begins crunching away at firebender bones as the lower half of the body kind of does a little and then topples over and just falls off to the side as Briefus and then kind of begins kind of just trying to move and find space for himself in amongst the chaos. You have the one firebender left alive at the backside. As I see that, can I... Actually, you have two. You have the one with the pail as well, the one that got hit by the bucket. My apologies. Can I try to... Um, send something over to break that final chain and, and yeah. release Briefus. I love that. Give me a rely on skills. You're going to send a hot, like, fiery, like, blade to try and cut through that chain. I love that. That's hot. That's awesome. That's great. Rolling good. Focus. It's a 10. It's a 10? Beautiful. With the rely on skills, uh, you blast the chain off. And as you do, um, because you come with so much power and force, and you send it perfectly, the chain ping flies up and actually floats over and hits the Fire Nation guard uh, who'd been hit by the pail on the back of the head and stuns him again as he's like, ah, Jesus! At that moment, and it's I, just all over the place. I yell to Briefus, I say, Briefus, attack! And um, I'm hoping that Briefus will send his, his rage over to any of these guards that have been holding him down for the, the time that we haven't been there. Beautiful. Uh, you see Nuon take a quick step backwards uh, from the guard that she was encountering as he begins holding his like arm that's been stabbed through basically and trying to like seal up the wound in his body by holding his arm to it. And he takes his combative stance. As you say, briefless attack, he turns with his big round flat tail and smacks the one who'd been hit by the bucket and the chain into the wall. You see him hit the wall, collapse and fall in a clump on the ground. Uh, you can see he's still alive, but whatever Briefus did probably broke something that's allowing him to move, most likely a spine or something like that, as this guard is kind of like in a slump up against the barn wall. Um, so you have one guard who's left standing, holding his arm, and he's like this, basically, and new one's kind of just like facing I, off with him at the moment. Is Briefus now released from the chain? Yes, Briefus is shaking off everyone, Get on, Briefus! And um, I'm hoping that they'll do this. I will deal with the last one. I think Tufan, in a sort of blind panic and rage, is going to try and jump to sort of launch himself between Nuan and this last firebender mm. and sort of just blast air out on all sides. Gorgeous. Give, uh, me, a, give me a rely on skills check. What was that rolling? Uh, two, uh, 2d6, and then you are doing um, focus. All right, that's a, that is a nine. A nine? Beautiful. On a nine, um, you come over, you blast him. Uh, you see the air ripples past him, but he grinds his feet in as he lets the wind spread. His hair kind of blows. He digs his feet in, and as the wind kind of dissipates, he's still kind of sitting there. He's like, yeah. Come on, little airbender. I'm gonna show you what it means to be a fucking firebender. And he goes to like blast you with fire, is gonna do uh, his own rely on skills check. 
And this is the first time the DM is going to roll in this campaign. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll say uh, he shoots a blast at you. Um, can you mark one fatigue as the fireball uh, hits your shoulder and kind of knocks you back a little bit? Nuon catches you um, and like lifts you back up as she kind of then stands next to you. I, I also at that point say... I, I, I sort of step forward in front of Tufan and I say, Tufan, are you okay? And I step forward to, to face the, the guard. I At that say, moment, he sees the three of you stood in front of him. He then also knows that Sister, Sister Devon is behind him. And Briefus at this point has turned as you can see drool, red bloody drool dripping from his mouth. Uh, and the guard is like, okay, okay, I surrender, I surrender. I surrender. At that moment, I whip up air, and I rely on my, my skills to 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 air bend the chains that were once holding Briefus to bend around and, and awesome. chase this guy and and. Awesome. And at the same time, we um, make rely on skills check. Yeah, go, go for it, Tom. No, let's let's let that settle. So I want I want to have a word with this fucking guard. <laughs> And rely on skills is using focus, so I get a nine. A nine. So the chains wrap around him as he falls to the ground, wrapped in a bundle of chains to his knees in front of you. And he goes, he goes, spare my life, and I promise. I will never, never, ever attack anyone ever again. I will never use my firebending for bad. Like you spared those people out there. Let's... You see him look down with shame on his face. At that point, um, I say, Tupan, are you okay? Nuan, are you okay? I sort of look on right at this uh, guy with rage in, instead of at Asayo and I'm... say, I'll live. Okay. Let's let's prepare to get out of here. Get you tend to briefus. Let me have a word with this card. And um, at this point, I want to use straight shooter. Yeah. So straight shooter is telling an NPC straight, blunt, honest truth. Mm. Roll with focus on a hit. They'll an answer honestly or grant a simple favor. I'm going cool. to, um, you know, I I give air and I send a whisper and I'm helping, like persuasion, like using like a whisper from from my mouth over to Asayu to assist him with persuading this guard with what he's going cool. to be speaking. Yeah. You can do a help, so mark a fatigue. Yeah. yeah. Um, also at this moment, as, as Tufan heads over to Briefus to begin calming Briefus, you see Nuon heads over to the guard that's crumpled up against the barn who's still alive but has clearly broken his back. She leans up to him and she goes, lasts a lifetime, like the pain you have caused all of us. Never forget my face, because if I see you again, I will kill you next time. That is my oath. Nuon places a hand on his face, pushes off, and stands up. I then go actually get down on one knee. What did you roll? 
I rolled a, an 11 and I have a plus one on focus. So and a plus one from Tracy. And so that's it, it's technically a 13. Jesus Christ, go on. I get down on one knee and I place my hand under his chin and I raise it up so he can recognize it. Look at me in the eye. My name is Asayu Kiyu. You send a message to your general. He killed my mother. He killed his wife. He killed my loving family. And you tell him, if and when I see him, we will settle the score. You see him look you in the eyes with like this kind of like fear of like, who would be crazy enough to challenge General Kizit? And then he puts together your name, that name. And suddenly a smirk grows on his face. As he goes, <laughs> Kizu spoke of the bastard, son. We all thought he was dead. But here you are. Impressive that you survived, but a Fire Nation boy would. A Fire Nation boy would. I'd be happy to tell your father that you're still alive. I'm sure he'd be delighted to know. If you're willing to spare my life, I'd be glad to do so. You know what? I've had a second thought. I think I'll tell it myself. And at that point, I take a step back and I want to strike him. Beautiful. Uh, there's no, there's no, there's no uncertainty here. Are you fire blasting or are you like physically like just going with like a, the hardest punch you've ever thrown in your life? I'm, I'm just hitting him with an explosive blast. I want to disintegrate him. Tufan and Sister Devna, you stand as shadows behind Asayu. As Asayu stands over this gentleman, this, this helpless, tied up gentleman, as Asayu says he'll tell his father himself, opens his hand, <laughs> lets out a blast of flames that engulfs the gentleman entirely and continues <laughs> burning as you hear <laughs> wailing coming from inside the flames as you can smell the flesh crumbling and burning off the gentleman. You stop to see a torched corpse tilted back, mouth open in scream, charred and dead. Can you please shift your balance? Can you shift it? Um, what are your two? What are your two pulls for me? Confidence and loyalty. Can you shift it towards loyalty and away from confidence, please? Um, can you two? please shift your balance towards community and away from excellence and away from self-reliance. Sure. At this point, um, I rush over to Asayu because I know that this is something that he would not normally do. This is like, and I, I Asayu, Asayu. I am so sorry, I am so sorry. He had it, he had it coming. He had it coming. My father killed. It was my father. It was my father, and he had it coming. I, I saw you. I saw you. 
We need to take a breath, take a breath. Let's, we need to regroup. Let's get new on. Let's get on briefers. We need to go. Let's we go. Need let's to go. go to the Eastern Temple. And I take As you one. say this, you hear coming down the steps from outside, you hear the guards' footsteps from earlier. Duk, 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 go. Coming down the steps. Go. Let's go. You let's guys go. get on. Get on. I'll join you in a moment. And um, I, I want, you know, you guys rush on to briefers and I want to do my um, shockwave it, it, to blast the guards to blast they're, they're the not ground. close enough they're, 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 they're not, not okay enough. i'm sorry no, okay. I they're, they're not even within sight you can just hear oh, their footsteps sorry. coming down I thought the stairs they were now down no, no, yeah, yeah, that's sorry, okay rush and i like do a gust of air under nuan because with her her arm now we i see so her struggling to yeah, climb up briefly and I, I do a gust I, underneath her and, nice. and jump myself nice. i take a deep like breath in for the first time since waking up finally like even out of despite the pain i'm breathing as much as i can and sort of gather as much air as i can and i'm gonna try and blow the roof off the barn with a blast of air so that we can get out of there as oh as shit let's go okay give me a rely on skills check that's right. fucking sick you can have a plus one because that's fucking okay. awesome that is awesome nice. That was a fudge dice thing. We'll go with that. Okay, that is a and a plus one focus too. So that is a ten. That's a ten. Beautiful. You guys, you see, um, Briefus as he begins coming, lifting off the ground effortlessly. You see his little legs begin dangling underneath him as too fun. And I imagine you let out like a sonic boom of air, basically, that blasts upwards. And as you do, Briefus launches up in the air. And as shards of the roof explode in all directions, Briefus erupts up with our gang on top. The two firebenders cover their heads as shrapnel and debris fall upon them on the stairs as they look up and they're like, you! And begin blasting fire off at you. But as that happens, you find yourself out of range, their fire just isn't quite getting to you, it dissipates as you do. And as you begin slowly going away on Briefus, you can see behind you everything that you have left behind. You can see all the people that you loved still in that courtyard. And we get, we all kind of put arms around each other. And Nuon comes in, and as you see the temple burning, you see the main temple building crumble and fall a little bit more as it does. And as you fly away, a sense of peace begins to befall you. And not only that, but Asayo, your actions begin to come clear to you of what you just did in that bar. All of you realize that, yes, you were part of something awful, but you also just committed something awful. And as you fly away, Nuon releases the group huddle, kind of slips back and turns away from the group as she just sits in the furthest corner of this large saddle that sits on Briefus's back that can hold up to like 10, 15 people. And she just sits off in a corner to herself, tears just 
still dropping from her face. Tufong, Tufong, let me go to Nuong. Let me just have one moment and then you can be with her. Okay. Let me just go speak with her just for one moment. And I make my way over to Nuong. We will be okay at this moment. It doesn't feel okay. It feels so wrong. But right now, we have to be strong. We have to take everything that mother and father has taught us over these years. We have to go and tell the Eastern Temple what has just happened here. We must get back home. We must warn everybody. Tufan wishes to come and be with you. I just wanted to give you this moment to say I'm proud of you, your strength. I've never seen that for such a long time. And just know that I love you and we're here together. And mother and father would want us to do this. Nuon, silently, holding her knees, looks up, not at you, but out into space. She breathes and goes, I never wanted to be like that again. I don't know what happened. I don't know what to think. She looks back at the team and looks at Asayo. She looks at him and then goes, you said it was your father. Did you know? Of course did I, you know anything? Of course I did. Are you know. a spy? Of course I'm not. I've lived with I've lived with them my whole life. How can we know? How do we know that you're not one of them? Just tricking all of us right now. Too fun. Nuan, he wouldn't do that. What no, do you know? He's only been here for a couple of years. What do you know? I grab What do you know I, about him? I grab Nuan. She pushes you away. No! No! Nuan, they killed my mother like they killed your mother and father. But I saw you in the barn. I saw the anger. Even I had anger, but I, I would never do that. I saw what you did in the barn. You have the same anger they do. I do have that anger, and it is at my father. General Kizu is my father. He is the leader of the firebenders and he brought this upon all of us. And in that moment, I wanted to send a message and I wasn't able to. And for that moment, I looked at that guard and I saw my father and I saw all the pain and destruction he had done. He has killed our people. And that's why I had to kill him. I had to kill him and I will I'm gonna kill my father. I swear I'm gonna kill my father. He's done this to me and to everyone that I love. At this moment, Nuon looks at you, feeling the emotions of the moment. You see her face change. All of you see her face change back to the Nuon that you all love and know. As the love and warmth of her normal smile comes back and she rushes over to Asayo. 
hugs you and pulls you tight. So sorry. She goes, I'm sorry. I spoke out of turn. I was just. We're all sorry. And she hugs you even tighter. And she goes, That is your path that you must walk. I am here to walk that path with you. So I'm 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 sorry that I said that. That it was out of turn. It's okay, it's okay. We're all dealing with so much shock. We're, we're probably doing things that we would probably never do and handle things. We don't know what to think. We don't know what's going on. Let's take this time to to really sit quietly and, and be thankful to have what we have left and 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 know that the four of us are and now have to go and, and do this mission. We have to go and and be prepared. Who, who knows? They could be behind us. They could be in front of us. How, how long have they been gone? Are they, what's going on? We, we don't know what the, is happening, but we need to warn the Eastern Temple of what is happening. Why were, the, why were the, the Western and the Southern Temple people not there? They must the have wedding? gone to them, but they, they must be dead as well. Oh my God. You That's know, so many airbenders. I turned it's wild. It. I turn to Tufan and I say, Tufan, Guru Soma has trained you to be a leader. I'm your best friend. You must lead us. It was to be a leader of the Northern Temple. It's now your time to be a leader of the world we live in. Sounds like we have only one choice. We need to warn the Eastern Temple and save who we can so that this never happens again. I will stand right by your side, master and master, together. And I sort of like, stupid, but you and I, Tufan, we can do this. We can. We can do it together and look, we have the most amazing people. We lost many, but we have the most amazing people. We can save them. As you say this, all of your attention kind of drifts back to what you're flying through and that you're soaring across the sky at the moment. And as you do, you can see, you know, the red sky and the red clouds, you know, from the comet that you can still see shooting across the sky ever so slowly, burning bright as a sun as it does. And as you look down, you see mountain ranges blow past you. And you see deserts of the Earth Kingdom go past. Is there anything else that you guys want to do while you're on the back and you're traveling? to the Eastern Temple. If so, now's the time, guys. Anything um, you want to talk about or do? I'm going to uh, stop approaching you on and put a hand around her and sort of see, basically for the first time, I get a proper look at what has happened with her arm. And As you come in close, she's like, hey, uh, oh, yeah, it, it really hurts. I had to get myself free and my arm was trapped. So sorry. It's okay. We we all suffered today and how's your chest doing? I know. It's better than it was before. It's I don't think I'll ever be able to 
breathe the same again. I... I'm just so sorry. I know I lost my parents, but... You lost everyone too, Fat. Yeah. You lost absolutely everyone around you. And you I, the people, I, I, I just... She goes in for a hug, but yeah. gently as like, not to obstruct your chest yeah. or anything, and just is like, I just, I love you. And, and technically, you. you are my husband now. We've got each other, and exactly. we stand by each other to the end. Always, right to the end. So, when we get to the Eastern Temple, I guess, tell them what's happened and prepare them as much as possible, but who knows whether the Fire Nation are just attacking the Air Nomads. They could be attacking Earth Kingdom cities right now. We don't know. We gotta, I'm worried for both of our peoples. Me too. We've got to warn anyone we can, and it seems like Airbenders were their first target. This I, must be. There must be a reason. There must be there must something be bigger going on. Yeah. Why would I, they target Airbenders? I don't. I've, I've been thinking the same thing. Like, what did it like? The Air Nomads are the most peaceful of the people. With our outreach programs, we've been part of the Fire Nation for so long. I'm, I'm just shocked. It, you know, my mother always spoke of the good that the Air Nomads did, what we could have done to annoy the Fire Lord or, or the Fire Nation, I, I just, it's, I can't, I can't imagine. Maybe Asaya will know. He overheard something. That's a good point. Uh, Asaya, Asaya, have you got any idea why the, you know, why this is happening? What, why it's happening now? I only know what I remember when I was a kid. My father was, he was, the most strict, hard, violent man I've ever seen. And I think there was always a feeling, my mother and I never spoke of it, but there was always a feeling that he could, he could go beyond that and do things that would, would be so evil that we needed to get away. And I don't know if that's what's happened, but it sounds like it may have. Do, did you ever overhear your father talk of any particular distaste towards airbenders or any reason why it might be the air nomads that they're attacking? My father hated everyone that wasn't a firebender. He hated everyone. And the fact that it was airbenders, I'm not surprised. At that point, I separate and I walk to the backside of Rufus. And the moment I mention my mother, I'm picturing like her arm as she's falling. And I'm realizing that in fact, that was her last lesson to me, which was never hesitate. Don't ever as you stand at the back of Briefus, his tail like this in front of you, and you look back at the gorgeous lands and clouds and red sky, you look up to the comet and you think, do not hesitate. And as you think that, 
Firebenders often say that the source of their fire comes from their heart, from their energy, from their soul. As you look up at this comet, you, like every other firebender this time, feel your powers on a level that you've never felt before. You feel that internal fire burning hotter than it has ever burnt in your entire life. That doesn't mean anger. That doesn't mean passion. It means your straight-up ability to wield what is within you is almost increased twofold. And as you say that, don't hesitate. That's what you feel in your soul and in your heart. Anyone else doing it? I, when they, they're together, mm. and then I see a Sayu move off, I go to myself. While I miss the community, while I know that there's, I know that it is only going to be my training that is gonna get me through my level of mastery, the years I have put into practice. If what is happening at the, the um, Northern Temple could well happen at the Eastern Temple, I have to become focused. I have to rely on my skills. And in my head, I start sitting there and I'm just going over some of the techniques in my head that I've been learning, some of the training that I've been had, the skills that I have put together through years and years. And I'm just sitting there and in my head, picturing myself doing some of these moves, using this technique, but being fluid and saying, Mother, Father, you will be proud of me. You will. I will fight. I will do what it takes necessary to keep our nation alive. Can you shift your balance towards confidence and can you shift your balance towards excellence, please? And T, can you actually shift your center towards excellence as well, please? Awesome. Cool. As you guys fly, you again have about a day's worth of travel before as you look over the side of Briefus, you can see the Fire Nation army moving through the Earth Kingdom below you. You can see their various war machines with caterpillar treads moving their way across the train. You can see what is thousands of soldiers marching with these machines. You can hear, even from up here, the drums that they play as they march. As you go past the army and actually overtake them towards the Eastern Temple, you see some things that kind of, you know, begin to alter what's what's going on. So first of all, I want to say you guys get a chance to rest. I would say, though you're all very stressed, you probably, after the first couple of hours, all of you probably find a chance at the cushy corner of the, uh, of the saddle, which has like these little walls set up, leather saddle that's squishy in the center with like these little like wooden walls around the edge of it, like banisters kind of thing. Um, you'll find a cushy corner to sleep new on, uh, big spoons, two fan, of course. Um, and, uh, and you know, you guys find all these, you know, you get a chance to rest, to recover a little bit, you know, your injuries, you know, not heal, but, you know, begin to feel more sore and less immediately painful and searing and things like that. Um, as you travel 
um, past uh, as you transit through the sky. Um, you come across, and after seeing the um, you come across a magnificent sight. Happens on the second day of your travel. As the sun rises, you all awake to then look over the side of Rephus and see that you're about to fly over the Earth Kingdom of Ba Sing Se. It's a place that you have probably visited once in your life when you were younger with your family on holiday to visit your uh, father's side of the family who lived in Ba Sing Se. Um, and uh, Nuon has also been once as well. For you two, you have only heard tales of the majesty of this city, of the grandeur, of the scale of Ba Sing Se. And as you fly over Ba Sing Se, you see the outer rings of the city and then the inner rings and the inner rings until you can see the royal palace standing tall and proud at its center. The epitome of wealth, the epitome of technology, the epitome of construction and foundations and, and all these things is here in Ba Sing Se. It's a beautiful moment for all of you. Nuon goes, wow, look at the sun rise in the red sky and just make that city almost shine. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, it's beautiful. What I remember of my childhood, the father, the father took us there once, but um, I have concern. If the Fire Nation will advance from here, will they advance via Basing Say? I have no idea what their greater plan is. I think we start just warning everyone. Yeah, that this is happening and everyone can prepare in the ways that they most see fit. Do we do we guide Rufus down and just warn them in the palace that of what's happened? They must have glass in the wall. Perhaps we can lower ourselves down. Absolutely. The wall at least. Yeah. Absolutely. You guys descend through the clouds towards the city. And as you come to the outer wall, the guards that you can see who turn from ants into, you know, like mole kind of size and then grow into full human as you get closer and closer to them, suddenly begin to turn heads, seeing a sky bison flying in for maybe what is the first time in a very long time here at Ba Sing Se. And as you guys come down and land on the outer wall, you see a couple of the Fire Nation guards take their wide karate stances. And they're like, what are you doing here? Name your business. Um, I think I saw uh, ask like you want to take the lead on this and sort of say, hey, you're an earthbender. Show them we like sh what, what are the customs here. Show them we know what's you. you know. Yeah, I love it. Perfect. Going. That's that's awesome. So Nuon steps forward, gripping her arm, goes, "Hello, um, we 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 have come with a warning. Um, uh, we were recently in an attack." Um, at the Northern Air Temple, um, a, a, a group of Fire Nation soldiers came and, and, and massacred everyone. Um, their army is moving through the Earth Kingdom at the moment. We, we came uh, as, as an emissaries, as someone to warn you. Uh, 
We've been flying for about a day now. You see one of them looks to her and goes, if that is true, that is very bad. And you look very, very injured looking at her arm. Is there anything we can do for you? I step forward and I say, don't worry about us. We are fine and we're moving on. We're gonna warn some others. We're gonna notice some other people. Um, we just wanted to stop here and give you notification. We're on to the Eastern Temple. See one of them turning, he goes, Private Bizuk, make sure you get that message to the inner ring and then have that pass it to the Royal Palace as soon as possible. That is vital information. Do not stop for anyone and tell them that is under my orders. That will get you through all the barriers. This young, peppy little earthbender who's wearing armor that is far too big for him is like, oh, yes, sir, uh, I'm right on it. And like just pegs it down the wall and like disappears down some stairs into the wall. As he turns back and he goes, that is quite sister. Did, did Guru Soma live? Uh, I know that he was the, the, the head elder uh, at, 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 at the temple. Did he get out at least? He did not survive the attack. He was my father. Maybe not in name, but he raised me. And he died during the attack. I could not save him. I guess that makes you the next high elder, if that is the case. And you see three of the guards, like step to like attention and bow to you as so does the main guard bow and goes, high elder Tufa. I am, I've always been known as uh, Master Tufa in the past. I never thought I would be known as high elder this soon in my life. Too soon. I have one duty right now. Now that I've warned your kingdom of the income threat, we need to warn the Eastern Air Temple as soon as possible. Yes. I think that's the next target. Yes, 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 of course. And, and, and please, make haste, please leave. But to you, Master Tufan, and as he says this, Nuan takes a step back and places an arm around you. Uh, as if to just show support. He goes, uh, Master Tufan, responsibility is often thrust upon those when they least expect it. The truth of any person's soul and will is whether they rise to those responsibilities and whether they can live up to those. You have time. Do not worry. You are but young. Thank you. You can live up to that. What's your name? He stands for a second. He goes, My name is General Paizo of the 5th Regiment here at the Outer Wall. And it is the greatest honor that I have received your message today from all of you. He looks at Asayo and sees that you're a firebender and goes, And what of this one? He is my friend, and I trust him. He has suffered, like all of us, more than some even, at the hands of General Kizu. This is General Kizu's doing? Yes. Ah. 
heard rumors amongst the higher-ups, the other generals, those who had been in the war room with him discussing peace back when Kiyoshi was alive. And I've heard that he is violent, has lived for a very long time. Look, it seems like this is pressing. You guys need to go. All I can say is thank you for warning us here at Ba Sing Se. We will send emissaries to Omashu and cities of the Earth Kingdom as fast and as quickly as possible to allow them to prepare for any oncoming attack that might happen. If by some small chance we don't get attacked, and this is directed only at the Aeronomads, we will come we will defend with you. Thank you. It would be our pleasure. And he salutes again and goes, right, be on your way then. Carry this word. I bow as an airbender. He bows oh. just lower than you guys to show respect. As he then steps back, turns to his guards and goes, right, back to your positions, men. Um, you guys climb back on briefus and you give the command word, which is, <laughs> and uh, Briefus lifts off with a, a blast of dust from the uh, top of the wall, the sandstone walls, as you guys take back off into the air. And as you do, again, you see the grandeur of this beautiful city behind you. As you continue flying for the next day or so, again, the landscapes you're seeing before you are like anything you've experienced. There's deserts, there's jungles, there's grasslands. And it's just stunning. After so much pain and despair, it's nice for all of you to have just a moment to breathe, it feels like. For airbenders, that's one of the most important things. Finally, as you come to the edge of the Earth Kingdom, you come to <laughs> Charmeleon Bay, Chameleon Bay, <laughs> and um, you see this gorgeous like beach bay area where you can see young earthbenders building sand castles on the beach. You can see parents laughing with their children. You can even hear the laughter coming from the beach. You can see people splashing in the water. Not only that, but you can see that at this bay, um, there is actually one of the uh, Fire Nation colonies that exists in the Earth Kingdom. And you see earthbenders together, enjoying one another's companies, sharing a mead with one another. This image seems so distant at this point based off of what you've seen. It feels like looking at a flashback rather than what is really in front of you. As Briefus flies past the bay and then comes low above the water, you can all smell that sea salt spray as you go past, as the waves wash around beneath you, white foam gathering in the points of the waves. It's beautiful. As you continue flying, the end of the third day, you finally see it. The island of the Eastern Air Temple. You can see that this island comes to large mountain points all over the place. And as Briefus 
soars up the beach and up one of the steep mountaintops. You all grip on, feeling that air rush through you. And for airbenders, that feels like home. And as you crest over this mountain, you see it. The Eastern Air Temple. Standing magnificent and beautiful, desolate on its own. You see sky bison flying around it, and it just seems to be active and in motion. As you look, you can see, unlike the Northern Temple, the roofs here are not the green tiles that were at the Northern Temple, but instead gorgeous blue tiles that stand around the buildings. You can see that there are three main pagoda-shaped buildings on three separate mountains connected by two stunning arched bridges. You can see courtyards and pillars and everything all over the place made of white marble with gold filigree inlays. We're home. Nuon, Nuon. We're home, we're home. Nuon looks to Tufan, smiles, looks to Asayo, smiles and goes, we are home. Tufan sort of tries to like put a small smile on but sort of can't help but um, like start sort of losing some tears basically as uh, sort of realizing he'll never have the home he once had back at the Northern Air Temple and sort of just hitting him yeah. now. Yeah, it, hits, it hits too fun heavy. Your bed is no more. The place where you spent years growing up, your family is no more. Your friends, it's all gone for Master Tufan. I see Tufan, and I can sense his mood and his feeling, and I put my arm around him, and I'm say, Child of Tufan. It's got a bit of a ring to it, doesn't it? And I just smile, and I kind of give him a, a little bit of a nudge in the ribs, and I say, we're going to be OK. Two fans sort of winces at this, but sort of <laughs> smiles a little bit because, well, I never thought I'd hear you call me that. Faint. I just said it had a ring to it. I didn't say I'd call you a T. <laughs> As you guys laugh and kind of come in to where you guys know where people land their bisons at the bison barn um, of, of the Eastern Temple, you can see there's children playing and laughing. It's beautiful. Everyone's in those gorgeous yellow and oranges. You can see people with shaved heads, blue tattoos. Just lots and lots of happiness here. And as you land, a middle-aged woman who has like gray hair, very long, that's tied into a fishtail plait that goes down her back comes to greet you. She's wrapped though in like cloth as opposed to like having clothes. It's almost like she's taken a couple of really long pieces of cloth and like wrapped them around her, almost similar to like the Dalai Lama. She comes and you step off. She's like, ah, Sister Devna, Nuan, ah, we weren't expecting you home so quickly. How are you doing? <gasps> Mother's gone, father's gone. There's, there's been a tragedy. At the, the North Temple. Quick, take us to council. We we must meet council. 
this point. We're the only survivors. By the way, you know this lady is High Sister Leo. Okay. She is. She was with your mother. She was on par with your mother as okay. the leader of this temple. They were both like the the higher ups of this temple. She looks and she goes, "What? What happened? Speak slower for me. What, what happened?" I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, At this point, Tufan steps forward and says, "Everybody here is in danger. The Fire Nation is just attacked. The east, the, sorry, the southern, western, and northern air temples." As you say this, you hear a couple of people who are just walking around about their daily stuff, just kind of stop and gasp and kind of look as Leo's eyes just widen with a mixture of fear and just pain and concern. She looks Sister at you. Leo, make haste, make haste. We must tell everybody. We must prepare. We're, we're in danger, as, as Master Tufan said. Believe us, believe us. Mother, mother is, is no more. We can tell you the tragedies and everything, but we must make haste and, and reach council. You see her look for a second and goes, if this is true, if the southern, western, and northern temples have fallen, this is very bad. This is very, very bad. And you see instantly beads of sweat begin to grow on her forehead as she's like, okay, um, I'm not sure. Okay, let's, uh, at that moment, you hear off in the distance, and suddenly you see from coming almost silhouetted in front of the light of the comet is another sky bison that comes floating down. You notice as it comes into frame that this bison's fur is burnt and scorched. You can see one of its legs is missing and a trail of blood falls behind it as it comes in hot and crashes into the courtyard. Boom, 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 and falls. You can see that there is an elderly monk sat atop of it with a thick mustache, shaved head, blue tattoo, high yellow collar, red robes. And as it lands and he crashes in, he's like, oh, oh boy and uh, places his hand. As he does this, he blasts air and lands on the ground. Sister Leo turns and goes, Monkeyatso, what are you doing here? He goes, the Southern Temple has fallen. The Fire Nation are attacking and they have something, something that we have never seen before. It is just unbelievable. It's some sort of flying machine. They attacked and we, we could do nothing. Everyone died. I told you, I told you, Sister Leo. Make haste, make haste. We need to get ourselves situated and sorted. It, 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 we're in danger. At this point, Sister Leo goes, okay, okay. Uh, Monkey Otto, come with us. Uh, you lot come with us. She turns to some uh, airbenders who are off, you know, who have paused to listen to what's happening. She's like, please uh, get uh, get some medicine for this bison and, and, and take Briefus uh, back to the bison barn. Please look after these two bison while I take these people to go and discuss what our plan is. And uh, uh, speak nothing of this to the other members of the temple at this moment. We will uh, release an announcement uh, just so panic doesn't ensue. You see the airbenders kind of nod and quickly begin moving in different directions, running off to grab things. As Sister Leo turns to you guys, is like, come with me quickly, we will go to the elders chambers and we shall discuss how we shall proceed. I, at that point, I take a step and I fall in pace with her mm. and I am Sister, Sister Leo, we will need all our skills. We will need the, the highest skills 
from all our peoples if we are to defeat this, to, to defend our home. I am telling you this because I want you to know the seriousness of this. And I will tell you that I am here to lead the masters, to, to lead our teams if you need me to take on that role. She places a hand on your shoulder. She goes, my dear, dear Devon, you have lost much. Your mind is scattered in this moment. Just breathe. We will organize what we are to do. But I need you in best thinking order and right now. Your pain is overriding your emotions. She places an arm around you and goes, as you're walking down the hallways of the Eastern Temple. The Eastern Temple, again, um, instead of being like mainly wood and tatami mats, it's actually mostly marble and like stone. It's really, really gorgeous. You can see, you know, the gorgeous like marble lines running through all the walls, almost creating like a spider web effect throughout the whole thing. Again, super open, allowing for wind to flow through the whole building and all the structures that are there. Um, and as Sister Leo leads you into the center uh, pagoda and up the pagoda itself to the top room where the elders gather, she continues to talk to um, Sister Devna and is like, I'm sure when the time comes, your extreme mastery will come in handy. But for the time being, we need to get you guys to rest and, and also explain exactly what happened. We need to have all the details so that we're 100% aware of what is happening and what might happen to us. As she says this, you arrive at a set of big, gorgeous stone doors. At the front of it, sticking out the front is almost like some sort of like whistle thing. You see, Sister Leo, blasts wind into it. You hear a high pitch as wind rushes through some pipes and you hear as stone mechanisms begin to turn in the walls as the big stone doors come apart. You walk into a room and there, something that you have never seen, something that Nuon has never seen, but something that is known to all airbenders is that the elders at the Eastern Temple have a sanctuary. And in this sanctuary is another statue of a very famous airbender, Avatar Yang Chen. So as you walk in, you see this gorgeous statue of airbender Avatar Yang Chen sat there. Beneath her is a gorgeous mahogany wood table that is in a circle um, with chairs positioned around it, uh, evenly spaced apart. As you walk in, they go like this and stones in the walls begin to turn, opening, giving windows and shining rays of light and as skylights begin to open from rock, shifting in the roof and light begins to shine. Sister Leo goes to the table and takes a seat. As this happens, um, another lady walks in behind her called Sister Ish, who you know is one of the other elders at the moment. She's known as Master Ish. Um, and she comes in and joins at the table as this monk Yatso sits at the table as well, pulling up. And at that moment, he notices there's some blood on his hand and he begins to just wipe it away with his sleeve. 
um, leaving a red stain on the bottom of his yellow robe. Up to this moment, I've been sort of emotional, but at this moment, seeing the statue and being in this place, all my training and years of, of doing what I do, this is the highest honor, to be in this room, to have this moment, to have my sister here with me, and then to sort of like, not be above Tufan, because that's not what it's about, but just being able to show him what my temple has, you know, it's, it's, I am just in awe and I am now back, like my emotions have gone and I'm now back to being focused. Calm has descended upon me and just like a humbleness of, of the magnitude of, of how beautiful and, and what power this room has. Amazing. You do that as you take your seat next to High Sister Leo. Um, where do you two sit? I stand kind of back. Love it. Yeah. I'm not really getting the vibe that uh, I have approval to sit, so I'm just going to stand back. I'm going to sit next to Monk, yeah, so as I'm actually. I think I want to sort of start questioning him about what happened at the, was it Southern, Southern Air Temple, Temple, right? Yeah. yeah. So, as you sit down and you begin kind of questioning, what, what, what kind of questions are you asking? Uh, yeah, so you s said you saw something at the Southern Air Temple, something. It was, it was like they had taken a galleon ship made from the strongest metal you could imagine and then somehow had trapped air in this canvas circular thing, which gave it flight. They gave a galleon ship flight. The there was nothing we could do. We had no chance. I, is it just you? Is it only you that has survived? I mean, what happened? Because we are the only survivors that we know of from the northern. You see him place both hands on the table and cross his fingers. He looks back to Asayo and kind of gestures you forward a little bit, not to say sit down, but to say come closer. As he looks to Sister Leo and says, may you shut the sanctuary doors. She sets out a blast of air, the doors <laughs> close with a as they seal it. He leans forward and he goes, I am not the only survivor of the Southern Temple. About a month ago, a young boy who I love led our temple upon hearing that this young boy was to be the next avatar. I turned to two final nights. And that is where we're going to end today's episode. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh.
Hold on, guys. Quite emotional. Yeah, same. <laughs> so, thank you guys so much for watching this episode of Avatar Legends: The Last Breath Part Two, Fall of the Airbenders. We really hoped you enjoy seeing our players deal with the aftermath of the wedding massacre and arriving at the Eastern Temple. What will happen next? What plans will be put in place? And now that we know that the Avatar is alive, the hope, who knows what kind of factor that plays in what is to come. Guys, if you've enjoyed any of this series, please, please, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's completely free of charge and helps us out massively, gets us closer to monetizing and things like that. As well as that, we have a Discord server, which is fun, inclusive, diverse, and just filled with TTRPG creators, enthusiasts, and MMA fans as well. So if you're interested in any of that, um, it's a great place to find out behind the scenes stuff, get early access to a bunch of stuff we're working on. Uh, there'll be a link to that in the description. As well as that, uh, we also have a newsletter of holding. Now this is really awesome because we give you free D&D &D and TT other TTRPG supplements as well um, for you to use in your own games, anything from battle maps to NPCs, magic items, all that kind of stuff. Um, as well as that, we also update you on any projects that we have upcoming or currently working on. Uh, most notably at the moment, our airship combat Kickstarter um, that will be going ahead very, very soon. We're very, very excited about that. Um, so if you've got any interest in that, that is completely free of charge as well, and you can sign up to that newsletter of holding in the description as well. Um, final thing I'll say before we take our little 10-minute break and we head into our post-session clarity show, where what we'll be doing is interacting with any of you in the chat that want to talk about your favorite moments from this session or any questions that you wanted to ask. We will be discussing our favorite moments from the session and stuff that we enjoyed, all that kind of stuff. Um, so we're going to just take a little break um, and then we are going to come back and do that. But quickly, before we do, um, I just want to give a massive shout out to our exceptional cast of players today. That was a fucking emotional roller coaster for all of us. And I really, really appreciate you guys going in and committing. As always, I've been Bodhi, your unexceptional dungeon master. And this has been an honor to run for these guys today. We will be back in 10 minutes. See you then. <laughs> See you then. What is up, everyone? Welcome to the post-session clarity show of Avatar Legends, The Last Breath, part two. What an Whoa. epic session that was. Holy I'm shit, boys. Like I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got a headache. I, like, I'm like, a bit like... I feel um, more in character never with just being out of breath. <laughs> um, I would say as well, anyone in the chat, if you want to share what your favorite moment is, and we'll talk about that, if you want to ask any questions to the cast or myself or Becky in production, please feel free to drop your comments in, and we'll read those out and go through them if you want to. Otherwise, um, Becky, let us know if anything comes in. Um, otherwise, uh, go, guys, fucking hell. Okay, so I'm going to go Early first. Start, yeah. I'm going to go first. <laughs> Tom's moment on Briefus, where I called him out as Nuan, mm. was my favorite Tom moment in anything we have ever done TTRPG, yeah, ever. That was a level of emotion that yeah, was impeccable. Like you being like, I'm gonna fucking kill my dad, was like yeah. the most wild yeah. shit, dude. It yeah. was 
and dude, I knew you were tapping into some internal stuff and it was just beautiful. Like for me, that was like head and shoulders, my favorite moment by like such a long shot. I loved it. Thanks. Yeah, it was the, this was a tough session for us. And uh, yeah. you, you and I were, were just talking as well about this balance of trying to manage your emotions. Um, and uh, we were just talking about Brian Cranston actually being on Hot Ones recently. And he yeah. was talking about... What, what was it exactly the, the thing he said, Bo? Just I want to make sure we get it right. He, he says he says um, the he, he says there's two things when it comes to emotions in in like anything film act for actors. They're like if you want like if a character needs to cry, if you want the character to display their emotion, then you have them cry. If you want the audience to cry, then you have the character has to try and hold back their emotions, has to try and restrain those emotions. And that's what makes an audience cry, basically, is what he said, which yeah. is really interesting. And it's a re that's a really kind of high-level acting thing to be able to do, and because you're you're dealing with real emotions at that time, and to to try to to harness that, and to to stay on top of it, to try to stay controlled with that is is difficult. And that's kind of what I'm trying to play with at this mm. point, because in in the past I've tended to just let it fly, and mm. I think it's probably compromised those those moments for me in the past, and I feel like. I I'm just discovered that, so I'm just trying to understand it a little bit more. I think as well, like, that scene where you just torched that dude, I was like, that's perfect. But you were like, deliver the message, and you're like, actually, I'll give him the message. That was, again, just a yeah. great line. I was like, oh, that just, was cinematic. Just an all-around, like, badass episode for Asaya. Like, yeah. Was, yeah, I think so, too. Asaya was the hero of this episode, in my opinion. I agree with that. I, I think he that. was almost like the badass and the hero. Like, I think he was shocking to us all oh, yeah. but yeah, yeah. he like in a way we felt like we could rely on it so he comfort it's, there was a it's, comfort it's kind from of him. cool as a kind of ironic thing but it was a firebender that saved the airbender He's right the airbender that's in this situation mm -hmm. yeah it's a beautiful it's a beautiful story anecdote isn't yeah. it it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like it's beautiful plotting of just that you know at the end of it you know asayo you you help the team get out of there. You save Sister Devna. You know, you get you distract those two guards, which, by the way, yeah. like was fucking awesome as well. Yeah. That was great. Um, by the way, we were all rolling fucking hot. Yeah, yeah. Like, we I, were. Did, I had, I had, I think I, I won every one of my rolls was was no less than a seven, and I had two of them. One of them was a fucking thirteen. <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah, with all the put, like yeah. bonuses the, the and helping yeah, and like, like, everything. Everything to write to get that. That's so crazy. Um, some other moments for me that were awesome were I think um, the bit with. Ben, where you blasted the roof, I was like, that's so, like, such an exit. I love it so Absolutely. much. I was like, yeah. I was expecting you to be like, can we fly out the door? Um, but then you're like, I fucking ripped through the roof of this motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, that's I was going to add, like, a, like a, some kind of scream into that, but mm. I, don't know, I, was, I don't know. It's, it's hard to, like, judge the moment. Judge the moment sometimes. And yeah. also, especially as you're still sort of, like, almost, like, winded or something like that. For you to scream would have, yeah, might would have, have might have been, been like so you played it perfect. I would have had perfect. to like take more fatigues. I can't, I can't <laughs> take so many. <laughs> I think Your fatigues were stacking yeah. up. <laughs> I think another one for me was T, T putting closing her mother's eyes and putting stones on her mother's oh, yeah. face was a really beautiful moment nice. as well. Yeah. That was just like kind of heavy, like yeah. just hit home when you said that to me as well. It, well, for me, you know, there's a part of me that when I 
try and role play. I try and pull from situations and life and things like that and having experience losing a loved one. You know, it, there's sort of things that I try and take from it and not get too emotional from what I was feeling at that time, but to bring some of that through to how I was feeling. And I, I just remember um, the eyes being something that had been very, you know, yeah. sort of like it, intense. In my, yeah, intense for me mm. um, back in my past. And so for that, it just felt like there was almost like some closure for me, about, like in my past to this as well, you know. So, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. it was sort of like a, a yeah, really like an important moment for me, mm. in, in, you know, in, internally as well. TTRPG. So. Not therapy, but doing the job. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like crazy how, you know, things like that. I, when I started doing this, I didn't think I would pull so much from past experiences. Yeah. I mean, Tom, you know, and you, you both have this sort of acting background mm -hmm. as well. You know, you doing, having done it at college, and then Tom, that being something that you looked at early on in, in your life as a career. It's never been something that I had ever done. Mm. I didn't even do drama at school, so you know it's sort of yeah. I think some of some of your cinematic descriptions yeah were were crazy. Like the one that like it just flooded out of me was when you described us sort of flying away and looking back. It was just like oh, I could just picture that like in a, in a movie or anything like that. It was just tragic yeah. to me, super super tragic to me. And uh, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I thought it was really nicely done. Hmm. I think my favorite mo of my moments actually was giving Ben his responsibility like thing. I was <laughs> right. I was really yeah. happy how I formulated that sentence and like got that point out. I was trying to do yeah. the old with great power comes great responsibility, <laughs> but like in a in a different way. And uh, I, I I was really happy with this. Was a Marvel that. movie? I would have been like, who are you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. this fucking sweet fucking <laughs> shitty <laughs> shitty just, joke that they yeah, just yeah. inserted. Fucking yeah, Thor yeah. being like, nah. yeah, exactly. That was that was that was it was really good. And I think uh, it's definitely something two fans can uh, take to heart. I think your your line of well is like too soon was just like was super powerful as well when Thanks. you were like it's just yeah. too soon. There that had some weight to it. Like that yeah. came in with some fucking yeah. punch. That was really yeah. nice. And but your reply to that I thought was just you know sometimes you know these things. That's what I. That's there's no timeline on, yeah. on when you're going to be cold. You know, yeah. and it's, yeah. it's just whether you show up when it's time. Yeah. But yeah. what I think was was like amazing sort of i don't know if you'd planned this or your yeah. idea about it was that when you were rescued your ribs had cracked or your sternum mm. was cracked or what have you yeah. and that you then being an an air bender and air being so important as you you couldn't mm. like get that air yourself mm. yeah i thought yeah. was like Thanks. really i like, really like that yeah well. i thought your bit in the rubble was really good then. yeah thank you thank you i sort of came up with it last night i was thinking like well, hang on, if I'm like, you know, crushed under rubble, yeah. then like, and like, also the irony of an air vendor, like you said, yeah. not being able to get air, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. running thing with two fans. It's yeah. like, <laughs> sucks, dude. <laughs> sucks at air vending. <laughs> and now, now, when you were like, and your high elder, I'm internally like, uh, yeah, like I, I definitely is fucking. Right. Like, I think I, I think. Like, so now you, you're kind of a master, but now he's a fucking high yeah, elder. Yeah. Like, 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 oh always one up in you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not even as good as me. <laughs> How did we feel about Nuan's arc 
this episode. Oh, that Amazing. was crazy. How, what did you guys feel about her, like, emotion? That, and I've that? Se- I, I love that. And also, like, I, I feel like I've seen that kind of thing before where mm-hmm. I've seen, like, someone, like, someone is, like, you know, being bullied, mm-hmm. but who is normally, like, the most gentle person. And then, like, there's this, like, absolute insanity, like, rage that will come out of a person like yeah. that sometimes of, like, yeah, like, in that situation, you know mm-hmm. what? And, uh, also the... Not with that that we're advocating that. No, 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 no. no like, but that's just that felt, life. That yeah, felt, yeah. Just, you just told me that about was life. Like, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was both, like, very shocking from a character like New One, but it also felt kind of real in, mm. in that respect. And I like that you hearkened it back to a moment that Devna had seen before. Mm. That, that was what made it real for me right there. Because, mm. like, yeah, you know, like, a, a character like Nuan all, all of a sudden becoming like a, just an in, an, a total badass. It sort of like harkening it back to something like that was a good way of. It, may, it, gave, it gave us some continuity and some validity. It wasn't just yeah. like, oh, she's just getting mad, you know? Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, this is this yeah. kind of thing's happened before at least once. Mm. Mm. And uh, I also, this, the turning, earth bending an arm into like. Yeah, that, like, was that was fucking insane. Well, what, you're turning into a blade? Yeah. And like, <laughs> I, well, was... I was thinking prototype. You know the old the old PlayStation <laughs> yeah, yeah. game prototype where he like, thinking... like turns his limbs and stuff? I, I was, was like, thinking well, Terminator not? 2. Yes. Hey, it's yeah, yeah, funny because yeah, yeah. I thought of Gadget Go Go Gadget. That's just my age. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, no, that was very really fun. I, I, I also, I knew <laughs> oh, a while ago that I was going to get you two, I was going to challenge you on the journey. I was like, I know New One's going to fucking be like, what the fuck, motherfucker, yeah, you know, yeah. kind of thing. That was tough. That was really... And I really... thought, like, Ben's moment, Two Fun's moment of just, like, standing next to me, putting his arm around me, like, yo, yeah, yeah no, this is this is, this is is our homie right now. I, yeah. I, I stand behind him. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. awesome. I think that was good. I'm not sure whether I should have played New One, like, frustration out. I wanted to have, like, I felt like you went so hard that mm. the only appropriate reaction would be New One being like, whoa. Yeah, like, exactly, you know, kind of thing exactly. of like, okay, he's yeah. just, expl- like, he's just said right. he wants to kill his fucking dad. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Right. Like, you, you were going to, like, put more New One pressure if he hadn't gone that hard. Yeah, yeah. totally. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I totally was, like, That's feeling fair. like, oh, I need to, like, keep this going. Or I need to at least have her be like, yeah, whatever. And, like, yeah, then, yeah, like, like be takes, cold takes, to you for a little bit. It yeah. either takes extreme like the extreme intensity that he delivered or like a lot of time for yeah. her to like wait, come around yeah you know, that's kind of where my head was yeah. at with that as well that was good but yeah, yeah. Fuck. I also, you guys landing at Bossing Say was not meant to happen. That was <laughs> sick. I love that. I was not expecting that. Sorry. Well, so Walter, good. you had it's said so we're, you know, we're trying to warn everybody. Well, that's yeah. the thing. And I was like, you guys oh are my God. Over, and Tom's like, we need to warn everyone. I was yeah. like, of course you're going to fucking land in Bossing Say. I was like, here we go. They're going to go land in Bossing Say, and I'm going to have to fucking somehow get you it's, away from it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, asshole, I, I described I, it and put I kind you of there. Was, I was kind of like sensing a little bit. I was thinking, okay. I... Do I, we, I, I, like, we can't explore the entire city of Arsing <laughs> episode two of our fourth. <laughs> we don't have that. Can we get a, like, a tour guide of like, like, the fucking like, mile? the budget of, on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't Nuon's like, oh, my arm's fucked, but let's go, let's go sightsee. I'm yeah, fucking... That'd be like Star Wars The Last, Last Jedi, where like, the, was that the one that there was a, what's the, the one that was like, uh, number eight in the fucking. Uh, yeah, Last Jedi. Yeah, where they just like they go some other place and it's all disjointed. It's like 
we, yeah. we're supposed to be like trying to warn the Eastern Temple, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was but, almost like, are we going down and building bloody sand castles as well in the bay? Because I, mean, I, I, was, I was like, oh my gosh, are we meant to, like, should we be warning these people as well? I was well? actually going to pipe up then. I ended up piping up later when, like, when Bodhi, when, when you guys said, oh, we're home, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I was actually going to, um, like, have like a too far moment then when we were at the, the beach mm. and we see like firebenders and earthbenders playing together. I was like, yeah. This is like a reminder of, of what Tufan will never Gross. have now, or yeah. something like along those lines. You know? Yeah, I wanted to make. I was like, because I, I I looked at the route on the map, and I was like, you definitely would go over Barton Say, and you would definitely go past Chameleon Bay. And mm -hmm. I was like, it's just uh, a nice thing to have the Firebenders and the Earth yeah. Nation together. Like, I felt like that was just a really heavy yeah. contrast from what we've just experienced. Mm, that was, yeah. nice. was like, and also the switch. It also just made the world feel more real. Like, mm. I think. When, when you have, like, in any show or something like that, you have, like, characters travel long distances, but it feels like they just fast traveled and there was mm. no one in between. Like, yeah. I think it's good that you sort of actually had us see all those areas. And it meant that it was feasible for us emotionally to go from this place of, like, we've just lost everything to you guys, like, you know, yeah. seeing your home and being sort of yeah. at least in some way happy, happy. you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think... Uh, yeah, I, I agree with all of that. I think also just the whole thing of like, if war is happening in one part of the country, it doesn't mean the rest of the country knows, especially in a time where there's no telephones or TV yeah. or things yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Like they Absolutely. wouldn't know. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, of I thought, pockets of yeah. things going on. I yeah. thought your guys like bit at um, at Barsing State was really good though. I thought like that actually added some mm. stuff that I was like yeah. and also fuck it I'm so glad I read up on the Earth Kingdom like places <laughs> and I was able to pull like Omashu out of my butt and like yeah, yeah, other yeah. just now I was just like okay I can quickly pull some stuff out here yeah. nice I um, nearly asked you if you had any refreshments because I was going to say oh. we've been traveling and I am a touch of I was, 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 was about to and say, then you're like and we took off and yeah, I was like okay I was going to say the same thing like can we get some like you know yeah. some some like fortifications yeah. Oh, yeah. okay okay so I guess I uh, we missed a beat there because I tried to like allow you guys to do that when I was like can we do anything for you? Yeah. And you guys were like no we need to get the fuck out of here and yeah. then I was like okay they're leaving yeah. Uh, yeah. I would have at that point been like Here's some medicine. Like, <laughs> yeah. Here's some war. Right. Maybe some food. Yeah, like, that's what yeah. some we, stuff, you know? I don't know. Maybe we have been like, we need to get out of here and do mm. this. And then the mm. narrative happened, and maybe we would have gone. Maybe that would have been the second yeah, step. Yeah. Oh, we is there uh, any way you have anything on the wall quickly? <laughs> like refreshments, <laughs> um, medical. I think you know. it fit because you guys were so urgent about getting, like, mm. getting to yeah, Eastern. Yeah, yeah. I, think I think so it yeah. fit with that. Like, yeah. you made it fit perfectly with that. They're like, it was like, we don't have time. We need to fucking go. Yeah. And you just arrive, and then you're just like dumping everything on the airbenders, just yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. And like, of all the things to miss, like, that's one that people could assume in the. the parts that you didn't describe, the in-between that maybe we stopped for water somewhere or whatever, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. those are things that, like, sure, they probably did that. Like, mm. there's no reason yeah. why they Yeah, they, they've been they flying for a couple know? of days, you know, yeah. we're getting low enough, we're dipping down, it, we're seeing people like, building sandcastles, so we are going up and down yeah. through the... It's the like, a, at, no point, at no point in Lord of the Rings do you get a scene of Aragorn going, going for a jump <laughs> or something, you know? Aragorn <laughs> 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 like, 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 let me... Oh, I forgot my tissues, and they've got Lambus bread. Yeah, <laughs> Part going like, oh, what's this plot hole? You never see them going for a dump somewhere. <laughs> no, I like was like, just, a tin of beans oh, and they it did, on a fire. Yeah, that's fair. Totally, yeah. Um, how did you guys feel about the reveal at the end? 
Have you guys that was good. I loved the last it. fucking bit. I loved that was it. Piazza. It was that was something where I wasn't sure where we were gonna slip it in, to be honest. Yeah. And so, like, towards the end, I was like, all right, we need to get Gyatso to talk so yeah. we can get it in. And you asked the exact right question. Yeah. You know, that was perfect. Are you the only survivor? And yeah. it's yeah. fucking just perfect. I, I don't think it was me that asked it. It was, it was you. I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you yeah. started it with, like, yeah. fucking, what happened? What like, happened? what did you yeah. see? Yeah, and yeah. he was then, like, yeah. he's describing the airship yeah. that came and, like, fucked yeah. shit up, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, God, that was a roller coaster. That was wild. <laughs> yeah. We knew, really we knew it was going in as well. Yeah, we, that's... Honestly, like I was, in, I was in anticipating. Sorry. Uh, uh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Emily just in the chat saying the real reveal of two t Tom's true identity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Ben. Go for it. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say before I was rudely interrupted by chat. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? I forgot now. <laughs> um, no, we were just saying it was really heavy, and we yeah. you, you were oh, like yeah, expecting it, was, it to right, be. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, like the emotional stuff that I was like most afraid of for sure. I was ex I was also like worried about that at the end for like the end of the previous episode. Yeah, and so like yeah, it's just um, it's a lot. There's a lot to. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I mean, like it's a lot to take in. I, yeah. I was definitely. I'd been thinking about it for a couple of days, like thinking about how is this all gonna go down because that whole massacre was you know pretty heavy and like how yeah. how are we gonna be able to like justify leaving that behind i think we did it. i think we we did it justice i think yeah. so too yeah, yeah. I, I think hope we did yeah, yeah. We, I, we hope we did yeah we have know. anyone who watches this we really hope that you know this story yeah. the story is about heroes who you know against all odds provide hope in a time where there isn't yeah. and i think you know that's really what we want to say and, and not all of those stories end well or you know any of that you know not all of them are easy you know, so we hope that we're doing justice to all of that. And, um, you know, for, for those listening as well, you know, again, my, my combat descriptions could be a lot worse, um, actually, <laughs> but, but I hope, you know, some of that wasn't too bad. I know the like scorching bit was pretty heavy, but I wanted to make sure that that was like also, impactful and had like weight yeah, to it. It had to be and there. Also, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I just don't want people who, um, at this moment in time, you know, we discussed people under rubble and things like that and with the earthquake Freaking, that's just yeah. happened in Turkey and Syria you know our, our hearts and you know all our thoughts go out to them mm. and this terrible time that's happened at the moment and you know we're not drawing on you know we, we're not trying to make light of that in any way it's almost trying and to respect it, it you know, and we just, severity, you know that, that there is you know there's it, no glorification it, yeah, it's, it's no. purely Purely, Absolutely. you know, us telling a story of people who went through something awful and, yeah. you know, the, the story of these people. And as you guys will know, anyone who's watched Avatar The Last Airbender, um, there is no Sister Devna Beifong. There is no Master Tufan. There is no Asayo Kizu. There is no Nuan Beifong um, in their plot. That's, those characters don't exist. But what we've done by that is say, you know, these people were forgotten and... We're trying to tell a very real story. And we hope that we're hitting those beats with you guys. We hope that you're feeling the emotions that our characters are feeling that are happening in the scene. We hope you're enjoying, you know, hearing these guys do awesome, you know, bending techniques and, and cool stuff that they're doing with that. But more than anything, we hope people come away enjoying this story. And, and yeah, um, anything else from anyone before we round this out? Looking forward to the next one. Yeah. Uh, I was, I'm glad, glad to get that one behind us. That was, a, that was to me possibly the highlight of the arc um well certainly to date I, there's probably more to come but <laughs> that i don't know of but uh, that was definitely one that 
I was kind of mixed emotions looking forward to the experience, but also had trepidation like to get through it. And I feel yeah. like yeah, it's definitely yeah. the one I was most worried about, I mm. think. Just the just the because I don't know how like much emotional range I have and I don't think like I've I've definitely not, never done anything like this before. So I think yeah. fucking killed it. Dude. I think Ben you did awesome and I think dude like me and Tom literally sat outside we're like it's something that no one can jump into 100% emotive from the get-go. Not even people who are amazing actors. They need time to work up to that shit. And furthermore, it takes time and training and practice and over and over again. It's yeah. like with anything, dude. The more you do it, the, the you know, it's like a, it's like any muscle. You know, if you do it really hard when you start, you pull it and you can't use it. But if you just yeah. little by little increase the weight, you know, you end up getting stronger and the muscle becomes, you know, more reliable. Muscle memory builds in. Yeah. You, dude, honestly, I think for someone who this is their first stream, I think you are displaying a level of commitment more than anything, which is, I think, what shines through Super is important. your commitment to being in the moment, your commitment to being true to Master Two Fan's character, and your commitment to just going all in no matter what is a good example for any new player out there in the world. Like, if you're afraid of you know, hitting the, the emotional highs, the emotional lows of a character. Look at Ben. Like, Ben is literally a living example of why that makes the story amazing. Why, even when you're a new character, Absolutely. as long as the table is all understanding that we're going to go there and that we're going to support each other through that and you've had a good session zero, it's safe for you then to open up and do that. It unlocks a whole nother level of storytelling. Now, don't get me wrong, not every table is about that. Some tables just want to have goofy fun and that's also totally fine. Mm. But, if you are wanting to get into those deeper depths and you're new to the game, commit like Ben and you will get the richest experience that you can find. 100%. I'm just going to say something else. Go for it. You are our unexceptional game master. <laughs> too, too much D&D too &D advice. <laughs> I, um, I just wanted to say real quick, um, it massively helped like just that first scene where Nuon, when Nuon uncovers Sayo and I was immediately pulled in by your guys' performance. It immediately dragged me into the scene and put me in that emotional place. Like, I was almost not expecting it. It was almost like whiplash. Because, like, you know, <laughs> not like... You We're know, going from, like, three, two, one, let's yeah, have a great time, yeah. guys, <laughs> not, to, like, not two minutes, oh, my God. <laughs> not two minutes earlier, you know, it's just, like, everyone sit down, make sure you're good, and then it's, like, uh, my mom died, she died. <laughs> like, that fucking, oh, my God. I, just, I was just pulled straight in, and immediately I was just in the moment. So that, like, you guys uh, deserve some credit for me being able to be in that moment and commit to it like that. I agree with that, and I would say again to any experienced players who have new players at your table, if a new player wants to emote through tears, through anger, through, you know, happiness, laughter, you know, whatever, don't shun that. Like, encourage it. Like, if anything, like, help them do that. Like... That's it's the closest thing we have to amazing like video game stories, to amazing TV shows and stuff. Mm. And if you want to be part of one of those, making sure that the new people who are learning, you know, learn good techniques, good like skills, good you know practices, but also feel safe and feel yeah, like they can do yeah, that. They super super important. The, you have to create a safe space. Yeah, I think, super yeah. super well important. And also, you have to I think acknowledge that no matter what the emotion is that's right for that moment like whatever that person is bringing is is you know that's what we're that's what we're going to experience all of us so whether it is emotional whether it's a little bit less emotional whether it's you know whatever the range is 
it, we're, we're playing off of that, right? That's, because that's just life. Yeah. Everyone experiences different emotions during a tragedy, during mm. um, you know high moments, low moments. Some people just keep it in. Some people let it out. I mean, we we're we're hopefully being ourselves while being in character yeah. as yeah. well. You know, yeah. you don't. I guess what? Yeah, exactly. I guess what I mean is like pulling your meta, like. Yeah mind out and saying hmm i'm not sure if that would be appropriate is not you know no. it's, it's not not recommended it's no. like keep tuck that in try to stay away from your yeah. meta and just be in the moment with whatever is presenting itself and yeah. that's that's you know that's, that's what's okay. worked best for us yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah go with it wow 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 so guys that's going to conclude part two of avatar legends the last breath fall of the airbenders now um, we will be taking a small hiatus as I will be <laughs> taking a little holiday break myself, um, much needed after a lot of time doing Hat D stuff. Um, so we will be back um, in two weeks time on the 2nd of March um, for part three of Avatar The Last Breath. Um, follow our group of players, our cast, as they begin preparations at the Eastern Temple for an upcoming attack. Thank you so much for watching. We appreciate it massively. It honestly means a lot to us. Um, and we really, really hope that you guys have an amazing day, amazing weekend, um, amazing life. Um, <laughs> and we look forward to catching you guys in the next episode. Bye.